Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Palatial studios. Hmm, interesting. You are one sweet, creepy little dude. Well, thank you. Appreciate those kind words. What is this, the Twilight Zone? Yes, it is. You're in the Twilight Zone. Oh, come on now. This is just getting silly. Whoa. Okay, we have mood lighting all of a sudden. <laughs> Time now is officially 6.07, Mr. Clock, please. It's now 6.07 a.m. 6.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. It can be barely even friends. Then somebody bears unexpectedly. Gotta set the mood. Just a little change. Small to say the least, but a little scared. Be the one we 6.09 is the time. It's a Tuesday morning edition of the Get Up Show. To my left, the beauty, and to the right of the beauty <laughs> is the beast. <laughs> I, I, I do that I did that? you. I, I, I did. I, I did. what I did what there? You did. Yeah, wait, hold on. i got to put a little spotlight on you guys. There you go. Bonnie, Bonnie and I are sitting here looking at Martha Stewart on uh, the cover of Sports Illustrated. Now, there's the beauty. That's you know what? I bet you she was really pretty. I mean, she's 80-something, isn't she? Yeah. And look at her. Look at that face. I mean, the body. I mean, it's an 80-something-year-old body, I guess. But the... Yeah, and I'm not seeing, like, any um, wrinkles in her chest, any real wrinkles well, in her neck out. going on. You know, she's got money. And there are ways to do that now. Oh, heck do you yeah. think of these these photos are like photoshopped and uh, I, I think Snoop's hitting it. <laughs> you know what I get to say about that? Truck it. Yeah. Uh but they're, they're they're friends. But uh, yeah, she's um she's um the, the swimsuit issue has several covers this year, and one of them features 81-year-old Martha Stewart. Mm. Bonnie, look at her. It she's she just looks amazing. You know, she reminds me of uh there's she, a plunging neckline. She's too. got the Ooh. hair going like fair. Is she wearing I haven't seen it yet? Oh, let haven't see it. I haven't seen it oh, yet. Yeah. Is she wearing a one or two piece? It's a one piece. Is it? It looks oh, like wow. a one piece. Isn't that a one piece, Bonnie? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whoa! Look at, that, look at the face. That, that's that's what I can't get. That's, that's not eighty. That's, that's not an eighty-one-year-old that, face. That's got to be doctored up somehow. I was thinking the same I, thing. Evan. It has to be. Not to take away from I the don't. lady and her looks. No. What but... was the last time you saw her? She looks like that. Well, no, she does so. Her hair is not that long. Well, the hair. I mean, come on. You can be ninety and have wig. pretty hair. That's got to be a wig or a weave in there or something. She so might what? be taking biotin like I'm I am. Looking at the face. Here. here here's what she said about um, why she decided to do the cover and how she uh, prepared for it. Right. To be on the cover at my age was, uh, was a challenge. 
I think I met the challenge. For me, it is a testament to good living. And I think that all of us should think about good living, successful living, and not about aging. The whole aging thing is so boring. I didn't starve myself, but I, I didn't eat any bread or pasta for a couple of months. Uh, I went to Pilates every other day. Uh, mm. You know, good for her and taking care of herself. And, mm -hmm. you know, I would consider they should do this with um, more older women. You know, as you know, sometimes as ladies approach a certain age, uh, there's just something uh, uh, stigmatized in this society for us that we reach a certain age and and we are done or we have to feel like grandma. Well, same thing with dudes, I think. I mean, when we reach a certain age, I mean, yeah, we're done. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're done. Well, George Clooney isn't done. Yeah, but and George Clooney ain't 81. No. I mean, come on now. No. <laughs> Compare him to somebody that's that old. Who is it? Oh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Well, Clint well, Eastwood is kind of... Yeah, um, he's, the, he's in his 90s, he isn't didn't, he? He didn't age really well. But yeah, Clint is like uh, in his mid-90s, yeah, I think. something like that. Yeah. I mean, Tony Benedito. Yeah, now Tony Bennett, that's a whole nother yeah. He's saw him live at the at the Sunrise Theater, yeah. man. And that was just awesome. Oh, you know who um uh just went recently? Uh some friends of mine went to go see Tom Jones down in Fort Lauderdale. And the women still throwing their draws at him. Yes, they are. See their shills. He's he has it set up in the audience. He had he pays people yeah. to do that. Yeah, isn't that something? That is he, he, <laughs> he goes up to women. He still looks good though, Evan. Yeah, he does. He does. I mean, he did She's Not Unusual and oh, What's yeah. New Pussycat and all those other songs. And it, it's like 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 you said, G, he's he has these plants in the audience mm -hmm. that are wearing like skirts and dresses, only skirts and dresses, because how else are they gonna get their drawers off? Well, yeah, they gotta yeah. They, they already yeah. they already have them off. Yeah, they slide them down and they just they ball them up and they right up on stage well, i guess if i went to see him i would take a whole bag full of well that's panties. what they do they take them with them I yeah. mean, they don't have to take them off on yeah. the show they, they go to the home. local uh walmart and they got them and they just throw them up there and yeah. you know, tom's been doing that for years yeah. he was always <laughs> the sexy uh the sex what do you call that uh the sex symbol yeah of, I, yeah, in those yeah. Days. like a perfect 10 oh there was a survey out yesterday um what people consider who was who was more sexier a young al pacino or a young Robert De Niro, and the survey. Are you talking to me? The survey said, um, I don't know, but they were they were both I say very Robert sexy De Niro. in Heat. Yeah, I would agree with you. I'm trying to see a young because when you, when you think of Al Pacino, I, the young Al Pacino, all I can think of is Godfather. I see him in that, and I didn't see him as a sex symbol. Oh. Al Pacino in Heat was very hot. I told you that. All of those guys. Oh, I, I told okay. you guys, Godfather just did, mentally destroyed me when I was a kid. About what, the horse, horse, yeah, the horse, horse in the bed, head in the yeah. bed, yeah. Mr. Ed waking up to Mr. Ed in your bed. That screwed me up big time. That was a scary. My scene. parents took me to go see that when I was probably twelve, in the Lauder Hill. It was at the the movie theater right next door to the Lauder Hill Mall, mm -hmm. and we went in there, and all of a sudden the scene came where the horse's head was in, and I ran out and I upchucked right in the get lobby. the heck out of here. Oh yeah, I'll never forget it to this day. Isn't Scarred that me. Oh, I was like. That's how my nightmares began when I was a child. Yeah, all the night was having how, nightmares. Isn't that something? It, it messed me up big time. Wow. Yeah, hmm. I had to sleep with like a yeah. nightlight on and just all sorts of stuff. Well, I had to sleep with a nightlight on after seeing The Exorcist. I did too. Oh, oh that kept me up all night. Dude, and I, I slept with a nightlight on for a good while after oh. seeing that movie. Yeah, when, seeing somebody's when that, head go round and round. that head spun around, that was it. <laughs> It just starts floating and everything. It's like, oh, no. 
And our, that, our school forbid us for going to that. They what? They, they told us we were not allowed to go. Wow. Well, it was a Catholic school, and you yeah. know that whole exorcist thing. Yeah. And, they, yeah. and we couldn't wait to go because they made it such a big deal that we better not go see that movie. Yeah. And we all went. When they say you can't, don't you just <laughs> oh, want to yeah. do it? Um, wow. I remember seeing Purple Rain, and I was too young to get in, but like I was hanging around with this kid that was my age, mm -hmm. and we were in Ironwood, Michigan, and we really wanted to see Purple Rain. So I, I found this guy who I knew, and I said, "Would you come help us get in the movie theater? Just say you're like my older brother or something." And and Dad said it's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the so guy came and got us in. So that was R, huh? I'm trying to remember. What? Purple Rain was R. Yeah. I'm, I'm at, I, if Bonnie wasn't was allowed really? in. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to remember. Were there any sex scenes or oh, anything like that? Yeah. There's a. I don't big, remember any of that. Why don't I? Oh, there's a really heated scene with Apollonia and Prince, oh, okay. which I recall oh. right rather Nasty well. Nasty girl. Nasty girl. Right. There was that other song, Sex Shooter. I think that was another mm. one. Um. Uh, have either of you shooter. yeah there's a song called sex shooter yeah there's a song called sex shooter wow um have either of you ever gone and seen the rocky horror picture oh, show heck yeah many times person many times and oh. the first time the first time i saw it was in philly i was Tripped me out completely. i was visiting a relative and i just thought it was going to be a horror picture yeah i had no clue i'd never knew anything about it mm -hmm. i went in there and evan i started looking around me and looking at all these people do this strange thing, scared the heck out of me. Oh, yeah. Because people were throwing stuff at the screen. Especially toilet paper. And they were answering the screen, and they were doing stuff. And I'm like, what's going on in here? Yeah. Great Scott! All of a sudden, toilet paper comes flying. Uh -huh. <laughs> You've you never seen it, Bonnie? Did you get I whacked in the head? Did you get I whacked? didn't get I whacked, whacked in the head, but it was hit. very freaky. And then once I found figured out what was going on i went and saw it again when i got older and i could appreciate it because now i knew what to expect yeah. but that first time yeah i was scared to death Mess you up i mean and it wasn't it wasn't a scary show it was these people in the audience were, were i was doing, scared of them what they were about because i'm like what are you people doing what, yeah. what's going to happen next what else they did the toilet paper and what what else happened i well, don't they, remember there were there were lines everybody had lines that they would uh there was a certain line said in the movie and they would repeated or something and they dressed up people dressed up too mm -hmm. like they played the part like yeah. the movie comes alive wow because they all like go down to the front and they all start like acting out the movie and <laughs> it, like if i walked into it for the first time too and i didn't know what it was about i'd be like what am i did i come yeah, in here with a bunch of on the freaks? wrong planet or something yeah oh lord uh-oh uh-oh uh -oh. wait 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 uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> This was a big hit, though. Vanity oh. Six. Now, this is pre-Apollonia. Yes. This is... Uh, were you at the station when we had them come down up the Grove Lane? No. Them and Morris Day at the time. Oh, oh no. Morris Day They came the together the same day. Mm -hmm. Vanity Six and Morris Day came by, and oh. it was crazy. Oh. That is so Miami. I'm trying to think of the lead singer of Nasty of Vanity Six. It wasn't Apollonia. What was her name? Oh, Sheila E.? No. Was it Sheila E.? No. 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 She, she was a percussionist, but... Okay. What was that girl's name? Google it. What was it called? Vanity Six? Yes. Yeah. Lead singer Vanity Six. There were three of them. And she was so... Vanity! Her name was Vanity. Oh, it's right right there. Yeah. Vanity. Or was it Denise Matthews? Yeah, but they, call, we, they didn't call her Denise, though. They oh. called her Vanity. Okay. Yeah. She has that Apollonia, Sheila E. kind of look going on. That's like, would be one of uh, Prince's ladies. She has, she has the look. 
Uh, well, well, then I think then then Prince date uh, Sheena E too. I think uh, he she, did. Oh, is it Sheila E? Sheila, no, yeah. not Sheila E. Well, Sheila E. I know Sheila that, but e. she had that song what? "Glamorous." The, the other one, the, the girl for your yeah. eyes only. Sheena Easton. Oh, Sheena, Sheena Easton. Easton. Yeah. yeah. Sheila E though, man, the glamorous like ding 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 ding. Oh, that girl can play some percussion. Man, she jammed on them timbales. She could play some percussion. Whoa. And Apollonia was in. Uh, she went on to be in the video with Eddie Money and Take Me Home Tonight. Oh, that she was, her? was She was the girl dancing above the car with the frilly dress. And you remember our girl from uh, uh, oh, the coffee house and everything with the, the girl with the hair. Um, and she was in the uh, Bruce Springsteen. Dun, 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 oh, dun. Courtney Cox, yeah. right? Mm. Now we remember her when she was out in the audience. Yeah. And Bruce Springsteen grabbed her hand and pulled her up on stage in that video. She was. I so think that young. was her start. She was so young, and you know, to this day, she says she goes back and she watches the video, and she said, "Oh, what a goofy way I was dancing." Well, that's how they. That's the Carlton. But yeah, yeah. they were doing the Carlton <laughs> yeah. in those days, and yeah. that's what yeah. she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There was a dude on um, The Voice last night who sang uh, Evan, Can You Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Mm. 1988 was the, when all those great songs from New Edition came out and wow. he nailed it. He did a pretty wow. good job of it. Wow. That's divine. Oh, 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 Evan's got us in the in the dark in here. He's got the mood light on. Yeah, it's I got like I got it's like a real lens. it's like a real studio in here. Today. I know so Bonnie can read her news. <laughs> 6.20 right now on the Get Up and Go show. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie has the headlines this morning. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. Well, a bill banning Florida's public colleges and universities from funding diversity, equity, and inclusion programs will soon become law. Governor Ron DeSantis signing the measure. If you look at the way this has actually been implemented across the country, DEI is better viewed as standing for discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination. And that has no place in our public institutions. DeSantis claimed DEI efforts are an attempt to impose an ideological agenda on students and faculty. Federal prosecutors are dropping all remaining fraud charges against former Democratic candidate for Florida Governor Andrew Gillum. A jury found Gillum not guilty of lying to FBI agents, but they deadlocked on 18 counts of fraud, which are now dropped. A jury convicts a Vero man in a 2017 drug-related robbery shooting death of a woman. Keith Egbert Taylor was found guilty of manslaughter in the killing of Sharon Sewell. WPTV's John Shaman reports. I miss her so much. I miss her. The anguished voice of Dave Kivett, brother of Sharon Sewell. She was the most giving, loving person you'd ever meet. She would do anything for anybody. Sewell murdered the night of October 30th, allegedly at the hands of cousins Antonio McNeil and Egbert Taylor. If her car was in running condition, this never would have happened. Kibbett says his sister loved animals, but lived her life in chronic physical pain. The night she died, Kibbett said she told him her car needed brakes. She never mentioned needing a ride to get a prescription. Surveillance video captured Sewell and McNeil at a Brevard County pharmacy. Taylor, McNeil, and Sewell ended up on this stretch of dirt road along 61st Street. Uh, McNeil and Taylor saying that they had some car trouble, so they got Sewell to get out of the passenger seat and come with them to, in theory, put water in the radiator. Sewell was shot and left on the road. Just for the mere greed of reselling these pills, they end the lady's life. 
Indian River County Sheriff Daryl Lohr says McNeil had only been out of prison six months after a four-year stint behind bars, but they knew where he was the night of the murder. One would think that a career criminal would know that he's got a GPS ankle bracelet on. Neither man has admitted pulling the trigger, but after the crimes, the sheriff says the cousins burned the victim's purse behind a home in Wabasso. Kivett, relieved to hear of the arrests, was recently diagnosed with cancer and was hoping he could lean on his sister. I was counting on her to help me out because she used to do home nursing. Sewell also leaves behind a 19-year-old son. And we thank WPTV's John Shaman for that report. Deputies are searching for the driver involved in a hit and run that injured a child on a bicycle one week ago in Jensen Beach, the Martin County Sheriff's Office said Monday. Around 9 a.m. May 8th, the child was struck by a vehicle in the intersection of Northwest Eugenia Street and Northwest Federal Highway. Culver's Restaurant is located on the northeast corner. The vehicle described as a smaller white four-door car driven by an elderly man in an Martin County uh, Sheriff's Office post on Facebook. And the child sustained multiple injuries and was taken to a hospital. A man is dead following a shooting Monday in Fort Pierce, police said. The shooting took place just before noon in the 600 block of South 12th Street near Delaware Avenue. A police spokesman said they responded to the area for a disturbance. When they arrived at the scene, they found a 51-year-old man with a gunshot wound. The person was taken to a hospital where he later died. The name of the victim has not been released. No arrests have been made. Port St. Lucie is projected to have 300,000 people in the next two decades. For the city's police department, the challenge moving forward is how to keep this growing population safe. Once again, WPTV's John Shaman reports. I'm John Shaman in Port St. Lucie, where the new police chief presented to city council his vision for the future to keep this city safe. In the next seven years, one out of every four officers in the Port St. Lucie Police Department will be eligible to retire. I don't want us to ever fall behind. Once we fall behind, it's going to be very hard to catch back up again. Figures like that have new police chief Richard Del Toro stressing to City Council Monday the importance of having enough staff. We need to sell this brand better. He presented his recruiting and retention plan, showing where the police force is now and where it could be in the future. Port St. Lucie has traditionally been one of Florida's safest cities, even if the number of police officers doesn't match up with the growing population. You know, being 1.29 officers per thousand was probably an okay rate for a bedroom retirement community. But at moving forward, we're going to have to grow as the city continues to grow. And when I say grow, I mean grow within the police department in numbers and size. And that growth comes with a hefty price tag. To reach the national standard of 2.1 officers per thousand would require a $37 million investment. While the 18 added officers needed to patrol the tradition area should be on board by the end of next year, council members talked about incremental growth, something the new chief agreed with. So I think a more phased in approach is necessary because you want to have realistic goals and objectives. Another major issue has been getting new hires on board faster. Chief Del Toro believes that timetable can be cut from 23 weeks to something in the neighborhood of 8 to 10 weeks. We're never going to sacrifice any type of standard or qualification just to hire somebody. A Mayor Shannon Martin, whose husband is on the force, says the city's safest label is important. Funding the PD and making sure that we continue to be the safest city in the state of Florida uh, is a number one priority. The police chief says he'll provide quarterly updates to council on where the plans are moving forward. In Port St. Lucie, John Shane, the WPTV.
News Channel 5. Florida gas prices down another penny. AAA's statewide average now three forty-seven a gallon. It's 626 and we'll take a look at traffic. We'll have weather with the WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. And now from Studio 3BA, let's talk sports our way. Um, we've got some games tonight that are going to be very interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about hockey a little later on tonight, uh, later on this morning, because we had some uh, uh, great activity last night. And, of course, we've got some baseball scores for you, too, that we'll share with you. All that coming up the next hour right here at Sports Our Way. Well, there you go. Short and sweet. <laughs> and right to the point. <laughs> 627. We'll be right back. is the time on the Get Up and Go show this morning, taking a look at traffic as you head out the door. Nothing really to report here on the Treasure Coast. Everything looking real good. Uh, As you're heading south into the Delray Beach area this morning, I-95, mile marker 51, 51. There is some delays in that area, so do use caution. Otherwise, all your side streets on the Treasure Coast are accident-free. Do use caution in those construction zones and in those school zones. If you see something, say something. Give us a call, 220-9788-220-WSTU. 69 degrees right now under mostly clear skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for your first look at weather this morning with WPTV's meteorologist, Jennifer Correa. It's a mild start, but it's a nice one out there. We're staying dry this morning with mainly clear skies, temperatures in the upper 60s this morning, and then heating up to those upper 80s. So a very warm afternoon, mostly sunny skies as the rain chance remains very low for today. Then it's going to be a nice evening with a few clouds out there going into the overnight hours. Temperatures dipping into the mid and upper 60s overnight. Tomorrow's get ready for an even hotter day. Wednesday afternoon's highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now, let's get back to the program. Board games should be fun for the kids and teach them how the real world works. Hush money. Hush money. The game of power, privilege, and payoffs. Roll the dice. Pick a payoff card. DUI. I'm going to have to buy this trip for silence. Lawyer up, threaten the DA, bribe a juror. Everything goes when you play hush money. I got caught with a stripper while my wife was pregnant. But make sure to hold on to we'll that get what? out of jail free card. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been indicted by the grand jury. Get away with it and you win. Hush money. Trust me, Dad. They'll never find that body. Hush money. The game you play under the table. Hush money. By Milton Bradley. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, it's a new game out. Mm-hmm. It was very popular during COVID, I'm sure. That sounded so cute and sweet what that child was saying until until, until he, he said what he said. Here's what yeah. the child says. Yeah, and then he was done. Oh, Lord. I'm looking at this Kia mm-hmm. that Bonnie was talking about here. Yeah. The K5. This, this K5. Yeah. That, that, so um, Gary goes um, to get an oil change or some service last week, and then he comes back with the 
uh, latest and greatest Kia, mm-hmm. I guess. It's, it's a K5. It's got all the bells and whistles in it, too. Oh, he took Real me for futuristic. A, it has like a red uh, leather interior. Mm-hmm. Like, red leather? Get like the heck out of here. What yeah. color's the outside? Black. Black and red. That looks good. Yo, that's sporty. <laughs> yeah, he got the sporty. Did version. he get the yeah. windows tinted yet? Um, The windows are not tinted Oh, yet. he's got to get the windows tinted. You're right. Yeah. but um, Because if you and him want to go down Lover's Lane one night, late at night, mm-hmm. around midnight, just park that car and don't want nobody looking into your business. Ooh, maybe we'll do it when we go to Deland. But, but, <laughs> see that? That's why Evan likes the tent. I like the tent because when you don't have tent on that car and you're in Florida, oh, good you're baking. Lord, you could bake a pizza. That sun coming through that window will drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my goodness! I put mm-hmm. my windows down yesterday, and mm-hmm. and and when I rolled them up, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I got tent. Oh yeah, you I don't have care the dark. that anybody can see me. You have the dark stuff. It's a little illegal, a little uh, bit illegal. I'll admit, I. Got the five percent, and that's I, illegal, right? Yeah, oh, it's very illegal. Yeah, but uh, yeah. they they never stop you for that. No, I no. did. I got stopped when, when, when I had the Mustang. Um, mm. when I bought my uh red Mustang, my well, midlife see, that, crisis well, car, saying that you the red the red and a sports car at the same time yeah. and tent that's too dark. I was going down the Florida Turnpike, driving my Mustang, minding my own business. I was going the speed limit, mm-hmm. and all of yeah. a sudden the lights and the sirens come on, and I pull over, and I'm like, what did I do? And he pulls me over. He goes, do you know why I pulled you over? Now, I'm like, no, I'm not a freaking mind reader. No, okay, didn't say that. No, but I said, I'm, I'm not a mind reader. I don't, I don't know why you pulled me over. There was a sting. I was in my Mustang one time, yeah. and there was a sting going on when I was uh, coming this yeah. way, and I was getting off of Port St. Lucie Boulevard, turning right on the US-1. Mm-hmm. They were just like, cops were there pulling everybody over that morning and telling you to uh, drive over here and wait your turn until DUI checkpoint. It, it, well, it was like um, I, I rolled down my window. He goes, uh, I noticed you have a dark window tint. And ma'am, you're not wearing a seatbelt either. Oh, so. well, I just took it off. But finish your story. All right. So um, I'm driving on the turnpike and the lights and sirens go on. And I pull over and he asked, you know, I pulled you over. I'm like, no, I don't know why. So he says to me, well, I will tell you this much. You weren't speeding. I'm like, Okay then why did I get pulled over? I wasn't doing anything. He goes, well, I suspect your windows are too dark. And he says, could you roll your window, you know, your window down a little bit more for me so I can put this meter on it. So he takes the meter and he slides it right on. And lo and behold, it was way too dark. Illegal. He had nothing better to do than to write me a ticket. But if you wouldn't have had a red sports car, he wouldn't have stopped you. That red sports car thing kills it every time, Evan. It, it 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 just it just it shines on there like radar. Wow, he's got a red sports car. Go get him, man! <laughs> I was so ticked off. So yeah, your stuff is dark on your Ford. Yeah, your it's Explorer. very dark. Yeah. It's very dark. It's so so the way that works with the window tint is if you go and get the tint corrected and then you go to court, mm-hmm. they will dismiss the ticket. But you just got rid of the car. No, I didn't. Oh. So what I did was I took it to my buddy's. I, I can't believe I'm saying this on the radio. Say it, Evan. but uh, I went to my buddy's tin shop. I says, "Could you sign off on this, please?" Ooh, what's his name? No, I'm not. What's the name it. of the tin shop? So he goes, "Well, I do have to." Re- <laughs> he goes, "I do have to remove it, um, but I don't have to remove all of it." So he, what he just does, the front? He gets just the front windows. He, well, there's only front windows on a Mustang. There's no oh, back okay, windows. Okay. So what he does, what he gets like right at the very edge, mm-hmm. and he removed a tiny, tiny little piece. Okay, yeah. So that to him, 
he removed. Well, yeah, he did. So then he signed off on it, took it to court, took it to the courthouse, and boom. It was so he covered his butt too because yeah, exactly. he did remove. He, he did didn't remove. say how much. Exactly. He just removed. He so. removed and he signed the affidavit that he did remove, mm -hmm. and that was it. So so that, what that I did, it. and from what I gathered, the, the dealership uh, Coggin. Be, if someone trades in a car that already has tint on all the windows, mm -hmm. they automatically, he said by law, they have to take the tint they off do. of the front. Only the front. Right. They have to take the tent off of the front, the back, because your back, your back windows will come tinted from the factory. They do. But the front never. They do. And when people trade in a vehicle that has mm -hmm. tent all the way around, they have to take the fronts off because mm -hmm. when, when I bought my car, there was no front. So I'm like, why ain't the front tinted? And that's when I found out how yeah. that works. So they match the back factory mm -hmm. and I got the same thing that the back factory has on uh. the front. So it's not, it's, it, it's actually legal. It's actually legal. One, I would like to go one step darker so than go legal, darker though. why don't you because i don't want to spend the money is it is it costly <laughs> to, to remove tint like it is. taking that tint off it, it's expensive because the uh tint from being in the sun also there's a glue that dries the tint to the window mm -hmm. so they have to take literally a little tiny razor blade mm -hmm. and they've got to scrape it and they use some kind of a solution to get all the glue and, off. and don't go with one of these uh Fifty dollar job. No, do not get that cheap tent. No, you will. It'll start bubbling and it'll look yeah. all yeah. ugly and turn purple. Mm -hmm. Spend some real money and go right. to a they real make, tent they shop make, and get uh, it done right. What's called a ceramic tint, which is uh, some of the top of the line tint. Mm -hmm. It's a little more, like G said, it's a little more expensive, but that's what you want. It's going to last. The, you. you want the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's going to last you. So uh, yesterday, I got a phone call from uh, from Gavin. As you guys know, um, I think I told you Gavin has moved out. For the summer, he's mm -hmm. living down in West Palm. Mm -hmm. He's doing an internship at uh, Christ Fellowship. Very nice. So he's he calls from Publix. He says, uh, talks to Rachel, has no idea what the heck to buy. He goes, man, he goes, Mom, this grocery shopping thing is confusing. I don't know what to buy. He was stumped. Mm -hmm. Had no idea what to buy. Yeah. No Tell him idea. to go in there hung, See, hungry Evan, and buy what he wants. So he had a budget. Desires. He had he had a budget of $110. To, to spend at Publix. Mm -hmm. So first thing we said to him was, why did you go to Publix? Why don't you go somewhere else where it's cheaper? Because a gallon of milk at Publix is like five bucks. You go to Wally World or Aldi's or whatever, it's like $3 and change. So he goes, I don't know, Publix was near the house. Yeah. So he, he buys a couple of those, you know those ham steaks? Yeah. Uh, the yeah, flat yeah. ham mm -hmm. steaks, you just pop them in the oven, slap a little brown sugar on them, and <laughs> you know, you're good to go. Uh... <laughs> See, it's a meal. Mm -hmm. It's literally a meal. So he bought a couple of ham steaks and, but he was like, he got, then he calls back after he checks out. He goes, mom, I stayed within my budget. I only spent $107. Well, there you go. Right. He's got $3 left over. He was just like, so tickled to death. I yeah. saw a couple of those ham steaks last night at Walmart. Oh, they're great. They were up cheap there. He would have but saved a lot of someone money. Someone his age, I'm just wondering how many meals did he buy? Oh, because dude. for that $100, yeah. you can buy all kinds of junk stuff and not one of them is a meal. Yeah. Right. No, mean, he bought, and, and somebody that age usually is going to do that. Yeah. They're going to buy all this cool stuff. He bought Hot Pockets <laughs> so he can make Hot Pockets well, in the yeah. microwave. Well, that makes sense. That, that's a meal. But we did tell well, him. that ain't no meal. Well, to that's him fun it is. stuff. But to him, it's, it's For that it's, age group, that's quick. what they're going to buy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And we told him, don't buy junk food. Oh, please. Because he at the house, he would like... Every day he that would go to in Publix. One ear and out the other. Yeah, every day yeah. he would he would he would run to Publix because he didn't like what was in the house. So he'd go to Publix and he'd buy a half a dozen chocolate frosted donuts, and within an hour they were all gone. Well, wow. sure. 
they were all gone. See, see, we take that for granted that a kid, his first time out, knows how to do that stuff. They don't know how to do no grocery no, shopping. They don't. Especially no. if they've never gone. No. I mean, if they've know. gone with mom, they're not paying attention to yeah. what she's doing. Yeah. They're just there for the ride. And Gavin mm -hmm. is so skinny. Where did he put all those donuts? I don't it's, know. You gotta empty That's him. Something. Skinny people can eat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he could pound 10 pounds of food down and he won't gain an ounce. Yeah. That's just that's, that's because just he's still young. Oh, and then and then he he said he bought um some chicken as well, chicken breast, mm -hmm. boneless chicken breast. That's the most expensive place you can buy boneless chicken breast. Mm. Is is a Publix? Hold on, we got a call. I, I yeah, no never idea. mind. Go for it. it it's your it's your boy. It's go, your boy. Go for it, man. It's, it's your friend. Good go morning. On. You're on the air. So I'm G's friend. Oh yeah. And Evan's friend. <laughs> and Bonnie's, and Bonnie's friend. friend. And That's everybody's right. friend. Yeah, and everybody's friend. What's up? You're a boy. Jesus. Well, you know, you, 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 my son, he just buys cakes. That's all he does. That's cakes it. Cakes. That's it. That's all you need. Cake, cakes? Cake is, cake is healthy. You uh -huh. got eggs in it. You got flour. There you go. You know? Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. goody. <laughs> does he buy chocolate cake, vanilla cake, strawberry cake, banana uh, just, cake? It, well, well, you get the strawberries and you got fruit in it. There you go. Mm. You know? Okay. You know, when they, when they really learn how to do it is when they go to college. That's when yeah. you learn how to take chicken and make 12 different recipes out of it. Yeah. Chicken, everything. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, because, pot noodle all the because time. that's probably the cheapest meat you can buy is chicken. Yeah. So you have chicken, this well, chicken, that chicken, this chicken, patties, chicken, be, salad, it, chicken, whatever. Chicken's well, like, gotten kind of a pricey though. Lately. Well, if you go to Publix, it's like $4.99 a pound. If you go to Walmart, it's $1.99 a pound for boneless chicken breast. I have to say, it's, you could buy like it's at least ten percent um, pricier than it used to be. Yeah, I used to buy um, all this chicken, man, in a great big package, like a mm -hmm. a two by four package of breasts and legs for mm -hmm. maybe four or five dollars. Now the chicken legs, now it's gone up. The the legs and quarters that are attached. Well, those are cheap. Those are really inexpensive. Now, right, right. now the wings. Now you're talking some money. Yeah. Oh yeah, though I saw those oh, heck yeah. pricey mm -hmm. last night. Oh too. heck yeah, but the legs and the quarters. Those will go a long way. That's one meal right there, just a leg and a quarter. Mm -hmm. That'll go a long way. Yeah, you buy you, a whole package. But when of you that. think about yeah, it, but I not mean, many kids, not many kids eat the quarter. They just they all eat the chicken breast. That's what they like are the chicken legs. Mm -hmm. That's basically yeah. it. Yeah, and you know what? Now the chicken has two legs. It has two wings. Why are the wings more expensive? I don't know. Both of them got they got two of each. I mean, come on. Right? <laughs> Why is the wing yeah. more expensive? That's what I don't understand. And and the same thing like with the cow, with the the steak. It's like part of part of the cow is more expensive than the other. I just got a text. All right. Evan needs to introduce his son to spam. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meat right Let me there. Guess. That came from Kendall, right? Yeah. Spam. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you nailed got, that. Uh, <laughs> are you a spam fan? No, I hate oh, come spam. On, I Evan. do not like Fry spam. you up some spam. No. Phil, well, you like spam, spam, don't you? Well, well, we I actually ate. Uh, jalapeno spam on the air. Oh, oh yes, he jalapeno did. Jalapeno spam. Yes, he brought in jalapeno spam. Oh, okay. And did Phil's yeah. taste test. On now, the what air did you that. do with that gel that's on top of that spam? Did oh, I, just... I spread it all. I spread it all over as a cake icing. You oh, know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. But that's a good meat for a kid that's out on his own first time. Get him. Mm. Get some spam, baby. But but gee, they eat pot noodle all the time. 
That's what they eat, that ramen noodle. Oh, stuff. yeah, that's Dude. another thing. He bought tons of ramen. He bought oh, the ramen noodles. My kids Those love Those are going mile. I, I have still no love it. nutritional value yeah. at right. all. None. Right. You can get like 12 them. bags of that for like a dollar. And it's salty. <laughs> it's salty. <laughs> my kids loved it, and I bought it for them. I never ate it. I mean, they, oh, y'all like, okay, here we go. I'll save some money and give y'all some ramen noodles. When I first left home, I didn't know how to make a proper meal either. So my idea of uh, getting by was I bought all of these frozen hamburgers. I swear uh-huh. there were like 24 of them. But you but, were eating burgers for but years. Two weeks later, I was I had burgers coming out of my ears. Like, <laughs> and not even you ever get those, you ever gotten those bubble burgers? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, those are yeah, good. Those things yeah. light up like kerosene, man, on the grill. Mm. Those things. Now, I get the Philly brand. There's a there's one called Philly something. Uh-huh. It, it, it's similar to the Bubba Burgers. Yep, they're okay. good. I, I went to a birthday party where they served up Bubba, Bubba burgers, mm-hmm. and they were good. Now, Bonnie, you asked me about uh, the steakums the other day. Oh, yeah. Did you did you finally bought, break down and buy them? Yeah, those I, are good. I made some, but I bought I bought the really good rolls. They're called uh, Martin's rolls mm-hmm. from Publix. Okay, and okay. they were pricier. You know, the bread kind of makes the sandwich. Right, but yeah, it's this... like a sub roll, and there's like six of them in there, right? Yeah. And they're yeah. very soft, very soft. Yes, and, um, I know exactly what wonderful. she's talking about. Yeah. Martin's, I mm. I would recommend. Yeah. Did you put some onions and everything on those on that green onions, green peppers. Peppers, I got. Did it. you do yeah. the provolone yeah. cheese across the top? <laughs> provolone. That's actually what we used. Bam. That's what we had on hand. Nothing like Nothing a good steak with provolone cheese. Next time, add some spam on top of it just to top it off. Hey, why not? Oh. Yeah. And squirt <laughs> a little ketchup to boot. <laughs> oh, Evan, I found a, I, I found a perfect ketchup. I don't know oh. where we were, but the ketchup was so good, and we looked on the side of it. It was French's. Oh. Oh, not Hunt's, I've had not Heinz, but yes. French's. There's, French's ketchup is the bomb, man. There's a restaurant. In fact, it's um, Texas Roadhouse okay. uses French's ketchup, okay. now that you mention it. We were somewhere, and their ketchup and it was, was good. French. And we noticed how good the ketchup were, and we looked at the thing, and it was French's. I'm like, we got to buy some. Yeah, I wow. haven't had French's in a while. I mean, I forgot all about it. They never advertise. Wow. You ever you see a French's ketchup? No. Oh, well, their mustard is, yeah. yeah. So I guess they're pretty much known for the mustard Huntville. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's what everybody gets for yeah. the mustard. It, it probably Heinz second, but usually Heinz is, you know, they originally they, they made Heinz ketchup because back in the day when that came out, it was to cover up the rancid meat because they weren't refrigerated back then and everything else. So it was pretty nasty. So the, uh, Mr. Heinz made it to cover up the taste. Oh, isn't that something? Mm. Yeah, because yeah. all you would taste is the ketchup. And that segment, Fun Facts with Phil, is brought to you by French's Ketchup. <laughs> French's Mustard, too. <laughs> well, here, here's another fun fact for you. Oh, boy. The, the, the number one cause of death in Margaritaville is wasting away. Uh, thank you, Evan, for that. Hey-o. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> 647 right now. I should have known something was coming. I had the rim shot ready. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie's got the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. A jury convicts a Vero Beach man in a 2017 drug-related robbery shooting death of a woman. Keith Egbert Taylor was found guilty of manslaughter in the killing of Sharon Sewell. Deputies are searching for the driver involved in a hit and run that injured a child on a bicycle one week ago in Jensen Beach, according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Around 9 a.m. on May 8th, the child was struck by a vehicle in the intersection of Northwest Eugenia Street and Northwest Federal Highway. The vehicle is described as a smaller white four-door car driven by an elderly man. 
The child sustained multiple injuries and was taken to a hospital. Under a new bill signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis, Florida teens won't be able to drive golf carts without proper identification. The new law is affecting communities across the state. We'll be hearing more on that story up and coming in our newscast from WPTV's Brianna Nesprawl. And one of the busiest travel holidays is coming up, and Floridians will be on the move. AAA says that over the long Memorial Day weekend, 2.4 million of us will drive and or fly somewhere more than 50 miles from home. Spokesman Mark Jenkins says you can avoid travel frustrations. Busy roads, busy airports. Definitely want to plan ahead, leave early if you can. And AAA says the roads will be busiest on Friday, May 26th. Florida's Department of Education is allegedly investigating a fifth grade teacher who showed a Disney movie in class that had a gay character. The Hernando County School District is telling parents that the movie Strange World will not be shown again. 649 is our news time and we'll have traffic weather too with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for a look at traffic, and we have nothing really to report here on the Treasure Coast. All your side streets are looking clear as well. Uh, 95 in Florida Turnpike, you've got a nice smooth ride in both directions from Fort Pierce all the way down to the Jupiter area. That's your latest look at traffic. 69 degrees and holding steady right now under mostly clear skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a mild start, but it's a nice one out there. We're staying dry this morning with mainly clear skies, temperatures in the upper 60s this morning, and then heating up to those upper 80s. So a very warm afternoon, mostly sunny skies as the rain chance remains very low for today. Then it's going to be a nice evening with a few clouds out there going into the overnight hours. Temperatures dipping into the mid and upper 60s overnight. Tomorrow's get ready for an even hotter day. Wednesday afternoon's highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Six fifty four is the time on the Get Up and Go Show. Coming up on news a little bit later on this morning. Uh, Chief Deputy John Budensee is going to be here from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. We'll get an update from him, and of course, Randy Siegel with the award-winning. Space report, he'll be here around 8.30. Yeah, I got morning. a question for you and Bonnie. All right. When you're having people come over to, to the house and you're putting meat on the grill, what do you call that? A barbecue. Evan? I'm grilling. Okay, so you don't say cookout. Oh, I haven't heard that in a long time. Hmm. Opposed to cook in. O- opposed to barbecue. Hmm. You're having a barbecue, Bonnie, or you're having a cookout? You I, said you're having... I think a barbecue. But you say you're grilling. I'm grilling. Come on over, we're grilling. Yeah, come on over, we're grilling tonight. They should have added that to the list. Uh, I guess then it, again, somebody could say, who are you grilling? Uh, well, I guess it depends on where you grew up, whether you're going to go with a barbecue or the cookout. People mm. from the south and northeast, mm-hmm. we always say cookout. We're having a cookout. They I've s- heard that before. Yeah. People west and uh, in the Midwest are more likely to say barbecue. Mm. Come on over, having a barbecue today. Okay. Mm, but you don't say either. You say you're grilling. I see. Uh, let's grill some steaks tonight. We're grilling. 
Come on over, we're grilling. Come on over, we're grilling. Yeah, that's what I say. I've heard that many times. Oh, sure. Yeah, so yeah. They, yeah. There, today, the only reason I'm asking today, why today? But today is National Barbecue Day. Mm. What is it, May? What is it, May 16th? Yeah, it's already, I, mean, I can't believe is that. Is anybody barbecuing? I mean, I mean, in Florida, no. yeah. I'm getting excited about it because um, I do on um, every Memorial Day. Um, Memorial Day is... Uh, you know, Monday, that's yeah. the day to, to go in your backyard and start grilling. But, you know, some of these facts you're are strange. You're too, by the way. I am. Oh, it's her yeah. turn? Yeah, it's her turn. Okay. So you're with me. Yeah. Most Americans think they could get a grill started. Now, say what? Wait I would think so. Who a can't get a grill started? started? With the charcoal and everything. Some who, people who, just can't do it. They don't know how to do that? Some people just can't do it. I don't now, know. All you got to do is put the coals in the thing and light them. It'd, are be, you... it'd be hard to do without my lighter fluid, I'll admit. Just a lighter? Yeah. A lighter, lighter fluid? But it depends. Yeah, you gotta have, light, it, well, you gotta have fluid to start. I, 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 it depends no, on don't. the charcoal. Yeah, if you get the charcoal that already oh, have it built in. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you get the Kingsford charcoal now, now that's a good charcoal and it's gonna last. I hate buying don't the, get uh, the cheap charcoal. Cheap charcoal no. Don't get Publix brand charcoal. No. It blows out and it fizzles before I'm even done making my chicken. So you're a charcoal girl. You're not a gas grill girl. Char- we have the charcoal right. grill. Charcoal. I mean, I've had the gas I grill. I do gas. I like the gas grill for when I just want to put a hot dog on or a hamburger real quick and eat it. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time I want gas. I mean, the, the charcoal, it doesn't get any better than that charcoal flavor going through your meat. Bubba. I have the gas and then I have the little side burner. On the yeah, light. yeah. So if I want to heat something up, like in a pot or something, I've like had that. that. I've had that. Yeah. And and you know, they, I, I got to tell you, these grills, they seem like they last for two to three years, and that's mm-hmm. it. Then you got to get a new one. Yeah. Unless you buy that egg. Oh, the that egg. damn the thing. green we're egg. Oh egg. my goodness, those things are. They're like pricey, but but I hear they. Um, I hear they do a good job. Um, you know, cooking it. Cooking I've it seen those over. out front. Um, over by Ace Hardware on yeah, the way home. That's who yeah. does them. Yeah. Yeah. Over there, those I've seen the big cool, green eggs. Heaviest. Oh yeah. Favorite thing to cook on the grill, Evan? Oh, I would say chicken breast. Bonnie? I like cooking chicken. I love a good chicken breast on the grill because it comes out juicy off the grill. Survey says, in order. In order. Burgers, chicken, hot dogs, steak. At least 50% of Americans said they'd be fine eating any of those. And the favorite burger topping, Evan? Oh, sautéed onions has to be. Pickles. In order. (laughs) Cheese. Catsup, not ketchup, catsup, cheese, catsup, (laughs) lettuce, tomato, and onions, pickles, mustard, and bacon also made the top 10. Wow. And because of you, Mr. G, my catsup stays on in the pantry now. I no longer put it in the refrigerator. Nothing like like that uh, room temperature catsup. Mine is in the the fridge. My ketchup is in the fridge. My mustard's in the fridge. My mayonnaise is in the fridge. The relishes in the fridge. All my condiments stay in the fridge. The only minute th- I open them up. Only one of those in the fridge is relish. I keep my mustard room temperature and I keep mm. the ketchup and the barbecue sauces room temperature in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, if I have a, a good hot whatever it is I cooked and then I take the cold condiment and put it on, it's going to instantly, the condiment's going to warm up because of whatever is is hot that it's going Well, on. the cold that I'm going to add to mine is going to be that lettuce or that tomato. Mm. That'll be the cold, or if, yeah. or some mayonnaise. Right. mayonnaise. Obviously, mayonnaise. I, I got that from Bonnie. Mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, we're gonna take a mayonnaise break right now. I think that's what we're gonna do. It's uh, coming up on seven a.m. right here at WSDU Stewart Martin County Heritage Station in WPSL Port St. Lucie. The talk of the Treasure Coast. The news is coming up next, and the band played on.
Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. When is our show on? Our show is on Monday through Friday. Why are you holding hands? I don't know. Ask Bonnie. Don't you hate pants? I do. She hates pants. We all hate pants. We don't like pants at all around here. Neither does uh, Linda Lou. It's uh, 7.07 this morning. Mr. Clock, would you do the honors, please? It's now 7.07 a.m. 7.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show. Buckle up and secure your seatbelts because you're about to go on a wild plant ride. What the heck was that? There's a It's supposed to be a drum roll, but that's the way Bonnie does. Oh, so that's the human drum roll. And instead of the, she does. But now, can Bonnie do the helicopter as good as you do? Yeah, do your helicopter. Oh, oh yeah, that's a nice helicopter. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's, hovering. it's hovering very okay. nice. Because I have pecs, I can do that she has sort of thing. Pectoral muscles. Hmm. Let's check in with our expert in identifying plants. She's got pecs too, lawn and garden <laughs> problems. She provides solutions and she's got a chainsaw. Ladies and gentlemen, Linda Lou Chainsaw Mama Salisbury. Good morning. It is a good morning. How are you? I am as a fiddle fit as a fiddle mm. write it down bonnie that's one of linda's that's a lindaism oh, yeah. fit we'll, as a fiddle we'll make note of it fine and dandy and i tell the story are we going to publish them huh? at the end of the year are we, well my, you might as well and that you know you, you know my favorite one linda is fine and dandy and i got it from uh, george carlin because george said um he was fine and dandy one day in his life but nobody asked him how he was so he didn't get a chance to say it you know how people say, how are you? Yeah. Nobody yeah. asked him how he was. And he said, damn, I spoiled a whole fine and dandy day. Nobody asked me how I was doing. Mm. But um, Linda, this is, I love this play on words here. This is certainly a dandy lion. Oh, Linda, I see what you did handsome? there. That I is so cool. It. Now, Linda, yeah, is it, is it uh, true? I've had it for a couple of days, but. I don't know. Life it, got in the way. Is it I true? Probably, um, is it true I though? Passed are, it on today. Are dandelions um, actually? Uh, are dandelions a weed? A dandelion is technically a weed, but we don't think so, do we, Bonnie? No, we don't. You see what she just did there? Beautiful. We don't think so. We don't think well, so. Well, no, Linda. Who cares what you and Bonnie think? Is we, it a weed or not? We care what we think. Well, what, is it a weed or not? When they me and Bonnie up, don't think so. Well, when what does that say? Beautiful, like those yellow flowers <laughs> oh, that line the backyard. I'm yeah, just well, trying to get to the weeds. bottom of it, Bonnie. I, I mean, I can appreciate me saying it's not a weed. You saying it's not a weed. Is it a weed or not, Linda? It is technically, scientifically a weed. There you go. Now, the heck with what you're saying, Bonnie. I feel very protective of the dandelion, as I think Bonnie does. And and I do. uh, The first thing that kind of comes in the spring for the pollinated, for the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Oh, oh, see see what Linda did there? She wrote a song. And a thing called love. (laughs) 
Yeah. There you go, Bonnie. Just let Wait. me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above. And a thing called love. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Linda. Let's not all give up our day job. Okay? <laughs> huh. So, uh, Linda, they're, uh, they're, they're the first food in the spring of our disappearing bees and the uh, mainstay of bouquets picked by children for their mothers, dandelions. That's right. That's right. And there's also a game involved where you, you um, blow the, pollen, the little seeds. The seeds have wings, so they float around and float in the air. And um, they're lovely. They're just, they're a great little plant. And I just so, found out today that they're an important source of food for some birds. Yes. Yes. And the, they have enemies. So I, I take it upon myself to bring it to everyone's attention that they are a great source of food nectar, all kinds of wonderful things for the little critters. Just and don't um, just don't serve it as like a dandelion salad when, when you have people over to eat because not very tasty. I don't think they would appreciate a dandelion salad. And just don't tell the them what it is. Wouldn't. Tell them it's something else. <laughs> they well, don't I don't know. know. We we eat kind of bitter things, but they are delicious cooks. That was one of the mainstays of our spring uh, dinner was um Cooked dandelions. Say what? And guess who huh? had to go out and dig them up? Linda Lou Salisbury. <laughs> Linda Lou Salisbury. <laughs> Why, of course. Well, now Linda, it My said it would say, "Go get, go get me some dandelions." And you know, well, being they're, a good daughter, they're, I went out and got dandelions. They're an important source of food for some birds. Finches, for example, disappear from feeders when dandelions go to seed. Dandelions are a sign. Of a sale of a safe, non-toxic lawn for your family, wildlife, and pets. I hate. I, I remember a dandelion would pop up in our yard in Jersey, and my dad would get rid of that bad boy immediately. I mean, I thought they were ugly. I mean, you got this real pretty lawn, and all of a sudden, a couple of these dandelions are sticking up with the with the white things. I mean, what the heck is that? Weren't yours yellow? Didn't you have the yellow well, dandelions? I'm, I'm talking about after up? they um, after they turned from yellow to that little. What's oh. it called? The little blowed in the air things. Oh, I, th I thought those were pretty too. Even well, the, I, I didn't think see, they were pretty. And when you got a beautiful dad. lawn, and all of a sudden you got these dandelions in the middle of your beautiful lawn. I mean, come on now. Um, I kind of liked them. We, I don't we're know. I'm to, privy to, to them. Change your thinking about things like that, and we're we're asking you to t use a little less lawn, a little more natural flowers for the critters, because we're trying to take place take care of the planet the whole planet well, you and me that's Steve. easy for you to say linda because you don't have a whole lot of grass at your your place you've got plants all over the place and it, and it looks wonderful that's don't my choice. That, exactly and that's a person's choice to have a lawn right and i agree with that i just i i think you should have what you want well i do too because if you don't you get all grouchy because i i've seen i've seen i've seen homes in florida I mean, in, in Lauderdale, that have no grass at all, and all they've got are these little pretty stones that where grass would be. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's kind of nice. I'm gonna enjoy that's more um, like Arizona. That th that look, Linda, exactly. Yeah. You you name it. And I've yeah. seen a funk a bunch of uh, houses down in Lauderdale like that. It's I'm like, gonna oh, enjoy well, the I, weeds. I can't I can't say that I can I support that because the stones get so hot, you can't. You can't even put a pot in the middle of that mm -hmm. and have uh, the plants grow. It's just too hot. Um, and But in Arizona, it's too hot anyway. So you might as well have some stones. 
they're beautiful. I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's so hot, nothing much grows on an Arizona the, lawn. We talk. You speaking, might as well have a a mock riverbed. Oh, I'm inventing a term. A, a mock, mock riverbed. Riverbed. <laughs> Write now, that down, Bonnie. <laughs> now, but Linda, speaking of hot, and you and I talked about this before. Do, do you do you prefer the mulch that is darker color or lighter? I mean, I guess the darker does attract more heat. Um, it probably slightly, but there's not a significant difference. And I actually have taken a, uh, temperature and of both. Um, I like the um, darker, the, I don't like black. That's, I, I, I like the dark but brown. I like brown. Yeah. I like um, the brown. The red is, um, excuse me, pedestrian. It's like the red is what you see in a shopping center. Mm-hmm. And I, I like mine a little more earthy and a little more natural looking and the brown is that the brown is just like the color of the ground it looks like it looks like soil yeah Yeah, it blends right in (laughs) i i prefer i like a bright red mulch i kind of like that that look in different places and i've always seen the bright red running when it gets wet Is, is that just maybe a cheaper version of the bright red it can um and yes you probably have seen it Especially if it's just newly sprayed with the dye. Mm-hmm. If you get a bag that's just freshly minted, then it can run off. And I've seen it too. Usually if it stays out, if it's been in the bag for a while, it won't do that. But it's just a vegetable dye, so you can just spray it away. I've seen that blonde color mulch that looks really good too. That does. I, I, yeah. I, I don't yeah. normally see that in people's yards either. I normally see it like at a shopping center like Linda mentioned. But that blonde color mulch, that looks nice too, Linda. It does. It looks nice when in the beginning. Yeah. Um, when it first gets out, but then it turns all gray. Oh. So I don't like that. Hmm. Linda, have, have you definite opinions about mulch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you identified this flower that you say, what is this? You truly don't know. You think some birdie planted it? Yeah. Birdie poop. Birdie poop planted it. Uh, one re- uh, listener said it was rubber vine. And I looked up rubber vine and it looked very, very much like the same, except this one was a little more lavender. And a little more than even the picture shows, and the rubber vine was pinker. But I, it's hard to tell because you know once you photograph something, it changes the color a little bit. Hmm. And this one has been out um, in the sun for about a week, and then finally I said to myself, "Well, you don't know what that is," <laughs> and I tried to find it. And there are so many things that look alike that I. I'm going to believe rubber vine and do some more research. There you go. But I really appreciate uh, a, a Facebook friend letting me know what they mm-hmm. thought it was. And I, I think it might be a rubber vine. Bonnie, look at that Mother's Day card that Linda got. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I mean, somebody oh, actually yeah. took the time to go and make sure it matches <sighs> what their mother is all about. It blends right in with her plants I, I'm and just, the soil. I'm just loving the text. To the queen right. of our jungle. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That I mean, it doesn't exactly. get any better than that, Linda. That's pretty. My daughter gets the greatest card. And I know that uh, my granddaughter especially likes to pick things like that, and she has a good eye for it. My grandson, he's okay with it. He'll go along with it, but it's really the, the two ladies that spend time on cards. Mm. And don't and you love find the right yeah. one? It's really 
delightful and heartwarming. It takes time. You just don't go to a you just don't go to a store and walk out of there five minutes later with that right card. You got to spend some time and get the right one. You can appreciate it to know that they took the time with it and you know to make it special. I'm wondering if their own. I'm wondering if Hallmark makes a card that has a chainsaw on it. Ooh. I'm sure we could find one. You'd be Bonnie, there, you'd Google probably be there chainsaw all day. greeting card. Chainsaw greeting card, and we'll have to get one for <laughs> Linda. Yes. Just, you know, just to say thank you. Yeah. you know. But Linda, so that everyone can see all the great things that you've posted on your Facebook page, give us your, all of your uh, social media, please. Yes. Uh, Linda Salisbury, L-Y-N-D-A-S-A-L-S-B-U-R-Y. And I have on a red dress with white polka dots, a pink hard hat, and a chainsaw. Chainsaw mama. <laughs> I love how she so says that. With mama. <laughs> <laughs> and Linda loves to be texted, folks. Yes. 206-909-7473. And you'll get an answer, folks. You really will. <laughs> Linda. <laughs> Oh, that might be it. There blah, you blah, go. Blah, blah. <laughs> Linda, thank you so much. We'll talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning. That's Lindy Lou Salisbury, our expert in identifying plant, lawn, and garden problems and providing solutions. Thank you. 720 right now on the Get Up and Go show. <laughs> Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie has the morning news. Good morning, Bonnie. Thanks, Evan. A bill banning Florida's public colleges and universities from funding diversity, equity, and inclusion programs will soon become law. Governor Ron DeSantis signing the measure. If you look at the way this has actually been implemented across the country, DEI is better viewed as standing for discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination. And that has no place in our public institutions. DeSantis claimed DEI efforts are an attempt to impose an ideological agenda on students and faculty. A man is dead following a shooting Monday in Fort Pierce, according to police. The shooting took place just before noon in the 600 block of South 12th Street near Delaware Avenue. A police spokesman said they responded to the area for a disturbance. When they arrived at the scene, they found a 51-year-old man with a gunshot wound. The person was taken to a hospital where he later died. The name of the victim has not been released. No arrests have been made. A jury convicts a Vero Beach man in a 2017 drug-related robbery shooting death of a woman. Keith Egbert Taylor was found guilty of manslaughter in the killing of Sharon Sewell. And WPTV's John Shaman reports. I miss her so much. I miss her. The anguished voice of Dave Kivett, brother of Sharon Sewell. She was the most giving, loving person you'd ever meet. She would do anything for anybody. Sewell murdered the night of October 30th, allegedly at the hands of cousins Antonio McNeil and Egbert Taylor. If her car was in running condition, this never would have happened. Kibbett says his sister loved animals, but lived her life in chronic physical pain. The night she died, Kibbett said she told him her car needed brakes. She never mentioned needing a ride to get a prescription. Surveillance video captured Sewell and McNeil at a Brevard County pharmacy. Taylor, McNeil, and Sewell ended up on the stretch of dirt road along 61st Street. Uh, McNeil and Taylor saying that they had some car trouble, so they got Sewell to get out of the passenger seat and come with them to, in theory, put water in the radiator. Sewell was shot, 
and left on the road. Just for the mere greed of reselling these pills, they end the lady's life. Indian River County Sheriff Darrell Lohr says McNeil had only been out of prison six months after a four-year stint behind bars, but they knew where he was the night of the murder. One would think that a career criminal would know that he's got a GPS ankle bracelet on. Neither man has admitted pulling the trigger, but after the crimes, the sheriff says the cousins burned the victim's purse behind a home in Wabasso. Kivett, relieved to hear of the arrests, was recently diagnosed with cancer and was hoping he could lean on his sister. I was counting on her to help me out because she used to do home nursing. Sewell also leaves behind a 19-year-old son. Thanks to WPTV's John Shaman for that report. Under a new bill signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis, Florida teens won't be able to drive golf carts without proper identification. The new law is affecting communities across the state. WPTV's Brianna Nesperl reporting in Martin County. With this new law, there's basically no difference between driving a golf cart and driving a car. You need all the same safety features like your turning signals and a rearview mirror. But now you also need either a driver's license or a learner's permit. I think it's great. We, we all think it's great in the neighborhood. I mean, truly. Linda Harima talking about the River Point neighborhood in Martin County. Driving down the street, you'll likely see many families driving their own buggies around. Being able to take the golf cart to dinner, take the golf cart to the boat dock, um, that, that's really one of the biggest benefits of it. For McLean Boyd. It, it's just a, a really nice lifestyle choice for us. It works for his family of four. But now Governor Ron DeSantis signed House Bill 949, sponsored by Vero Beach State Senator Aaron Graw. Anyone who is under 18 years of age, unless he or she possesses a valid learner's driver's license or valid driver's license, um, is permit may not operate. Yeah, I think it's a good bill. Within the past year, Sheriff Will Snyder says Martin County stepped up enforcement and changed their laws only permitting golf carts on roads with a maximum speed of 35 miles per hour and required all golf carts to have everything a car needs. Because we're getting a multitude of complaints. We were seeing some accidents. We did see juveniles doing it. Of course, they present an even greater risk than adults because they don't have the experience. According to a study released by the American Academy of Pediatrics, more than 6,500 children are hurt in golf cart related accidents each year. Oh, they go fast, you know, on the roads. They push you out of the way. I mean, they wouldn't stop for you. So you'd have to jump over with the dog on a long leash or whatever and, and move quickly. The law goes into effect on July 1st. Drivers could face a non-criminal traffic violation. The ultimate though is still for people to obey the law and not wait for law enforcement to come by and have to write tickets. In Martin County, I'm Brianna Nesbrough, WPTV News Channel 5. And federal prosecutors are dropping all remaining fraud charges against former Democratic candidate for Florida Governor Andrew Gillum. A jury found Gillum not guilty of lying to FBI agents, but they deadlocked on 18 counts of fraud, which are now dropped. 726 is our news time. We'll take a look at traffic. Also, weather with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. And now from Studio 3BA, let's talk sports our way. The Dallas Stars, Bonnie, eliminated the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, they did. See, you have to say it that way, the too. Kraken. Kraken. A two-to-one win in Game 7 on Monday night, thanks to a strong defense effort in front of the goaltender, uh, Jake Odner. Um, d- d- hockey is... Um, I don't know. I, I don't watch a lot of hockey, but uh, just like with basketball, I never watched basketball during the regular season either until the playoffs. 
And right. some of the, uh, the hockey has been exciting through these playoffs. And, for sure. you know, some exciting uh, hockey attire. I saw some of the uh, wives of the Dallas Stars. They are wearing uh, their sporting jerseys with their husband's last names on the back, you know what? Those, supporting them at the game. Those hockey jerseys are awesome. They're I some mean, of the best. They aren't really they? are. Those are the jerseys, and they're real full. And they're and I've gone to one hockey game. It was down at the Panthers. Great seats, right behind the glass. And I, it, the excitement just blew me away. That loud train horn whistle thing that oh, they do, and yeah. I don't understand the game of hockey that well. I don't know the rules and all that. But to watch it in person, my goodness! And I, I just, I it. I love the skating ability of these guys. These guys yeah. can skate. I mean, yeah, to think that you have to be agile, have that athletic ability Stop on a already. Dime. Even the but, refs. But to, to be that agile on skates yeah. and to guard and block and... And you're right, the referees, too. Yeah, they're awesome it's, skaters. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, MLB, Aaron Judge said he was trying to identify which of his teammates was yelling at plate umpire Clint uh, when he peeked into his own dugout before hitting a 462-foot home run in that Yankee 7-4 win over the Blue Jays on Monday. Uh, the Yankee slugger looked sideways for a moment before driving 114, make it 115 mile an hour scorcher. My oh my. Uh, off of a uh, right-hander Jay Jackson. <laughs> Blow my hat, my hat off. <laughs> I guess there was some kind of a, a, a lot of chirping from our dugout, he said, which he really didn't like in the situation. Uh, New York led six to nothing at the time and three pitches earlier. Um, uh, Bondrack, uh, Bondrack was ejected. Uh, Yankees manager Aaron Boone for arguing a low strike call. The judge, Boone, came out of the dugout to vent and... Um, I don't know. I guess that means he's like, you guys, I'm trying to bat here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do hit a home run and did actually. Right. Uh, the Toronto broadcasters noticed judge peeking into his own dugout before his homer and speculated he was looking for some kind of a signal. Hmm. It's kind of odd that a hitter would be looking in that direction. Mm -hmm. But judge said some of his teammates were still voicing their displeasure at his at bat and as his at bat continued. So there you go. And sporting a new haircut Monday, Nikolai Jokic uh, will enter the Western Conference Finals Can with I? a fresh mentality. Even though this will be the Denver Nuggets second conference finals against the Lakers since 2020, Jokic says this will be a new experience against a new team, which is a good thing because when asked when he learned from the Nuggets five game loss to LeBron James and the Lakers in the bubble, Jokic said, to be honest, nothing. I don't remember it, but he certainly won't recognize these Lakers since these teams uh, last faced each other January 9. The Lakers have moved on from Russell Westbrook, uh, Patrick Beverly, the likes of Kendrick Nunn. And, uh, it's an entirely added, different, yeah, different a, team a now, whole baby. basketball lineup. Oh, heck yeah. Tonight, man, the excitement starts at 8.30. Uh, Bonnie, this is different. Uh, Peacock is going to exclusively carry the NFL playoff games. Uh, the league and NBC Universal announced Monday that the Saturday night game on the wild card weekend will be on Peacock. Boy, they're just the NFL's taking their stuff everywhere. And right, right. They really Peacock, are. Peacock. I mean, they did one on Nickelodeon. <laughs> <Peacock>. I mean, <laughs> uh, the Peacock exclusive game on, Jan a Peacock. on January 13th is going to start 8:15 or 8:30. Uh, the game will be broadcast on NBC stations in the markets of the two teams. It'll also be available on mobile devices through the NFL Plus package, and it will be preceded by a late afternoon playoff game on NBC and Peacock. 
that will kick off at 4.30 p.m. Have you ordered your uh, uh, NFL you package? Know, I'm, from... I'm still on the fence with it. Um, that thing is like $300, is it? It is. You know, and when, when there are other things, you you know, like I might have to be getting tires. Who knows when? <laughs> Let me see. Let's see. Wait, do I want the NFL package <laughs> for $300 or do I need some new tires? Or should I pay Let's off my credit here. card? NFL. Yeah. NFL. <laughs> <laughs> the heck with the NFL. <laughs> Evan, your New York Mets lost again. Yesterday. I know, I know. Depressing, please. Ten to three to the Nationals. I just—it's depressing. The Angels did win. It's early, Evan. The Yankees did win. Does that yank your chain? <laughs> <laughs> Yankees beat the Blue Don't Jays seven to four. Um, ten to one. It was the Mariners over the Red Sox eighteen to one. Oh man, the Cardinals really beat up the Brewers. Wow. That's bad. Uh, the Braves shutting out the Ragers. The Astros 6-4 to four over the Cubs yesterday. The Rockies win. So did the Diamondbacks. The Padres shut out the Royals 6-3. Uh, to three, The Giants beating the Phillies. Stop it. And 9-8, um, to eight, the Dodgers beat the Twins mm. in our scores. And um, that's sports our way. 731, we'll be right back with uh, traffic and weather. It's coming up next. right now is the time on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for a look at traffic and weather. It's all brought to you this hour by Seacoast Air Conditioning, your hometown air conditioning company since 1982 for repairs or a whole new system. Call Seacoast, 1-800-551-6606. We checked the traffic cameras and our traffic helicopter this morning. Everything looking real good outside. No delays, nothing to really report. All your side streets are nice and clear on the Treasure Coast. If you see something, say something. Give us a call, 220-9788-220-WSTU. 70 degrees right now under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV's meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a mild start, but it's a nice one out there. We're staying dry this morning with mainly clear skies, temperatures in the upper 60s this morning, and then heating up to those upper 80s. So a very warm afternoon, mostly sunny skies as the rain chance remains very low for today. Then it's going to be a nice evening with a few clouds out there going into the overnight hours. Temperatures dipping into the mid and upper 60s overnight. Tomorrow's get ready for an even hotter day. Wednesday afternoon's highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU-AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. This is not headline news. Jenny Craig is closing all its locations. Even worse news for the donut shops that were located next door. The Gap laid off 1,800 employees. Today I saw someone at an intersection with a sign that said, we'll fold sweater vests for food. Four years after getting married, a woman is demanding a full refund from her wedding photographer because now she's divorced. Wow, it lasted a whole four years, responded J-Lo. Bam Margera says he's done drinking. Now you know the real reason why Bud Light stock is tanking. This is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. 
And now it's time for Stupid News. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Bonnie, do you know what instrument this is playing? Um, you know, I was... I know G. I, I bet G does. Is it a kazoo? Nope. No, I mean, it, it, it sounds like it belongs to the flute family. I mean, it it's uh, it's a recorder. And those are those little ugly little things that we played in school. Mm-hmm. A little looks like a little oh. fake clarinet or something. Oh, yeah. 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 I recorded a guy doing it and I figured I'd implement it here. A, hmm. a guy that you know Just personally? Some, some person or, off and the street. Why they call it a recorder? I don't it know. Makes no sense to me. I have no idea. No. Yeah. Well, there's a guy who uh, uses his Twitter account to review food while he's showering. For some reason, people even pay him for it. But it's not a real naughty thing, they say. The feed is completely nudity-free. He calls himself Gazpeco Machine, or Gaz for short. And he says that he started eating while showering in an attempt to cure hangovers. It's worked. So he began doing it regularly, and his friends found it quite funny. So he started sharing his meals and later reviews on Twitter. Now, the food that he's eaten in the shower includes steak, pineapple, KFC, and G's favorite, a Philly cheesesteak. Now, not everything is a good experience. He dropped a plate of food, Indian food, and some tacos slipped out of his hand while he was in the shower reviewing the food. And one food he doesn't like eating in the shower is seafood. Yes, seafood. Just eating food in the shower. And he's reviewing it. It's gross. Never done it. Yeah. That shower water could be getting in your mouth. Well, the thing is, I mean, are you you that hungry? Eat and then take your shower. I mean, good Lord. Well, you would think seafood in wet environment would be a natural fit, but the smell is not too pleasant combined with the steam. The shampoo and the soap. Oh, man. Yeah. I wonder if he has any spam while he's in the shower. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to send the guy an email. Ask him to review some spam in the shower. A man in Atlanta, GA, was being con- evict- was being evicted just a couple of weeks ago, and a moving company showed up with some police. It doesn't sound like the guy hired the moving company, though. They were part of an eviction services team. When the cops left, things got really dark. Three of the movers approached the guy, pulled a handgun, and said that a white man said they could take whatever they wanted. The men loaded three of the victims' TVs in their vehicles, and they sped off, and the police are still looking for the guys. Mm. And they have photos of the two uh, guys who were identified as Kills and Vaughn by the eviction services company. Uh, all three men are facing charges of robbery with a weapon. Just the name Kills alone tells you something. K-I-L-Z. Yeah, K-I-L-Z. A Louisiana man is behind bars after allegedly clobbering his brother in the head. Clobbering? Yes, clobbering his brother in the head. What was his name? Eddie Haskell? Yeah. Or was it Wally? He was clobbering his brother in the head with a frozen bag of chicken. I was going to say that chicken (laughs) it's the latest in a series of poultry related crimes plaguing the nation according to police tommy bowell who's 59 years of age battered his sibling late tuesday evening last week inside a mobile home they share in west monroe county the victim said that he asked bowell 
Bowell, sorry, about two windows busted out of his residence, and his brother became very angry and began throwing things at him. Now, the victim said that Bowell grabbed a bag of frozen chicken out of the freezer, struck him in the side of the head with the chicken, and Bowell allegedly then continued grabbing more frozen food, which he threw at his brother as well. So it became a frozen food fight is Hmm. what it was. Food fight! The uh, victim, who refused medical attention, requested to pursue criminal charges against Bowell, who was busted on a misdemeanor battery count, and uh, he's locked up in lieu of a $500 bond for flinging a frozen chicken. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He should have um, grabbed one of those long frozen popsicles out of the freezer and used it like a... Life like a saber. sword, like a, yes. a saber. Yes, a light, a light, a light, uh, a light, uh, light pops. And the force and, is strong in this And one. open it and say, here, take a lick. Yep. Uh, Florida deputies responded to a 911 call about a fight in progress in a residential neighborhood, arrived to find the street brawlers were a pair of feuding goats. Yes, feuding goats. The Putnam County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that deputies were summoned to the neighborhood in Palatka, which is here in Florida, where a resident had reported a fight in progress. Deputies arrived on the scene and discovered a pair of goats butting heads. The suspects were pretty mad at each other. (laughs) I love what you did with the butting heads thing, too. (laughs) And the fight escalated into the yards of nearby residences. Both were pretty hard-headed. Get it? Mm-hmm. Hard-headed. There you go. But office managers managed to separate, wrangle, and bring them to the Putnam County Jail. They took they, the goats they to jail? They took the goats to jail is what they did. The sheriff's office said deputies were later able to make contact with the owner of the escape goats, and they uh, are no longer butting heads. I'll come and bail them out with some hay. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Uh, an Arkansas woman is concerned about her family's health, claiming that her neighbors have been defecating in buckets and feces washes into her yard when it rains. Ew. Erica Craig said she'd been dealing with the neighbor's fecal matter, ending up on her property for about three years now. And they've been they've been taking their feces in buckets and dumping it in the back of her property and then across the street at another person's property they've been dumping on their property also how do you put up with that for three years come on now i don't know it's a crappy situation uh she said at one point the neighbors had hollowed out a porta potty and were letting the waste just wash down the street into the ditches ill and craig says her parents have lived in the same home for 32 years and due to the fecal matter in the last few years she's been worried about her family's health she says that uh she has talked to neighbors and claimed were responsible for the waste and has tried to help them out and ask them to stop the situation, but they continue to crap off. There's something legally they could do about that. I mean, that's, there just, has to that's be. just nonsense. There has to be. Yeah. Uh, one more story for you before we get to the uh, real stuff. A passenger has been banned from traveling with United Airlines after witnesses said he punched a crew member and tried to jump out of the plane during boarding. The United flight was preparing to take off from San Francisco International Airport on its way to Houston, Texas, when Naya Jimenez, a passenger on the flight, said that she asked the man and his wife to move from her assigned seat. 
Well, things escalated, and Jimenez said after an employee stepped in. The man began slurring his speech. Video of the incident shows the man repeatedly swinging at the employee and other passengers as people started to restrain him. Then Jimenez said the man ran towards the emergency exit. After he paused for a minute, he ran toward where the pilot was, where the emergency exit doors are, and attempted to open the emergency exit doors. Passengers said that uh, she added successfully opened the emergency exit and was about to jump down, and the flight attendants wrangled her, taped her to a seat until authorities arrived. You know, when I fly, I just I really to? hope I never have to witness something like that. And uh, I don't fly very often, but I'm considering one of these years, maybe I'll have to witness something like that. It's Jeez. getting so crazy. <laughs> Whoa. You want to punch him in the neck? Okay. Well, that's a good one. You can punch I him mean, in the neck. Come on. I mean, get to, I don't. Well, when you flew last time, mm-hmm. are you, the, and, and Bonnie as well, are you the type of passenger that when you're sitting in your seat, you watch the people come by and you try to analyze them to see if they possibly could be a problem on the plane? I don't look at it that way, but I, I do. I, I'm a people watcher. I am too. I watch people. I, I love sitting at an airport just watching people and, Wow, she looks like Bonnie. Yeah. Oh, that person looks like Evan. Somebody always looks like somebody you know. Mm-hmm. There is. I love doing yeah. that. I don't yeah. sit there and go, I wonder if this person is going to take our plane down. No, I'm not anticipating <laughs> that there would be a problem. But, but you do that, Evan? I do that. I don't do that. Yeah, because no. I want to know. I'm, I'm like, I analyze. I want to know where is the best place for me to go? Where is the best place for me not to go? Um, well, hell, where are you going to go on a plane? Well, we're going to go to the bathroom. Well, I don't know where you I'm ain't go, going nowhere. I'm gonna go somewhere where the where the problem isn't happening. Are that's par- for sure. Are you paranoid a lot? Like, or when only when you go on a plane? Do you do that like like in a restaurant? No. Or well, you, yeah. When I go do? to a, when I go he to a restaurant, sit with his back to the door. No, right. I will not. Yeah, see, right. I will not. <laughs> no, nope. and my wife knows. What, it. Somebody after you? No, I just it's just it's <laughs> you know being you got a cop in the family, you just you learn these little things. You never put your back to the front door mm. because you want to see what's coming at you. No, I don't. I do. I could care less what's coming at me. Well, I do. I don't. Well, it's not that I could care less. I just don't think about that stuff. When I go to a restaurant, I'm thinking about how soon can I get my food? Yeah, exactly. I'm not thinking about. I wonder if somebody comes in here. Yeah. I better sit this way just in case. That, no. And, or, and when I'm on a plane, I'm worried the most about my ears because I always have a ear problem mm. and I have to chew gum and a lot um, of people do move my jaw around mm-hmm. um, upon going. The up. other thing he's worried about when he goes to a restaurant is yeah. if his eggs are cooked over medium got properly. That right. Make no mistake about it. That's right, baby. 7.48 is the time right now. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie has more headlines for us. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Once again, Evan, deputies are searching for the driver involved in a hit and run that injured a child on a bicycle one week ago in Jensen Beach, according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Around 9 a.m. May 8th, the child was struck by a vehicle in the intersection of Northwest Eugenia Street and Northwest Federal Highway. Culver's Restaurant is located on that northeast corner. The vehicle, described as a smaller white four-door car driven by an elderly man, the child sustained multiple injuries and was taken to a hospital. Port St. Lucie is projected to have 300,000 people in the next two decades. For the city's police department, the challenge moving forward is how to keep this growing population safe. WPTV's John Shaman has the report. 
I'm John Sheeman in Port St. Lucie, where the new police chief presented to city council his vision for the future to keep this city safe. In the next seven years, one out of every four officers in the Port St. Lucie Police Department will be eligible to retire. I don't want us to ever fall behind, because once we fall behind, it's going to be very hard to catch back up again. Figures like that have new police chief Richard Del Toro stressing to City Council Monday the importance of having enough staff. We need to sell this brand better. He presented his recruiting and retention plan, showing where the police force is now and where it could be in the future. Port St. Lucie has traditionally been one of Florida's safest cities, even if the number of police officers doesn't match up with the growing population. You know, being 1.29 officers per thousand was probably an okay rate for a bedroom retirement community. But as moving forward, we're going to have to grow as the city continues to grow. And when I say grow, I mean grow within the police department in numbers and size. That growth comes with a hefty price tag. To reach the national standard of 2.1 officers per thousand would require a $37 million investment. While the 18 added officers needed to patrol the tradition area should be on board by the end of next year, council members talked about incremental growth, something the new chief agreed with. So I think a more phased-in approach is necessary because you want to have realistic goals and objectives. Another major issue has been getting new hires on board faster. Chief Del Toro believes that timetable can be cut from 23 weeks to something in the neighborhood of 8 to 10 weeks. We're never going to sacrifice any type of standard or qualification just to hire somebody. A Mayor Shannon Martin, whose husband is on the force, says the city's safest label is important. Funding the PD and making sure that we continue to be the safest city in the state of Florida uh, is a number one priority. The police chief says he'll provide quarterly updates to council on where the plans are moving forward. In Port St. Lucie, John Shane, the WPTV News Channel 5. A jury convicted a Vero Beach man in a 2017 drug-related robbery shooting death of a woman. Keith Egbert Taylor was found guilty of manslaughter in the killing of Sharon Sewell. We'll get that full report up and coming from WPTV's John Shaman. And one of the busiest travel holidays is coming up and Floridians will be on the move. AAA says that over the long Memorial Day weekend, 2.4 million of us will drive under fly somewhere more than 50 miles from home. Spokesman Mark Jenkins says you can avoid travel frustrations. Busy roads, busy airports. Definitely want to plan ahead, leave early if you can. AAA says the roads will be busiest on Friday, May 26th. Newstime 752 will take a look at traffic and we'll have weather for you from WPTV meteorologist. 752 is the time right now. We're going to check traffic once again. New incidents to report here on the Treasure Coast. Further south down into Palm Beach County. I-95 southbound side just around 6th Avenue South, there is an accident with some lane block in that area, so do use caution if you're heading south this morning. Otherwise, everything else looking good. 95 Florida Turnpike, no delays at all. If you see something, say something. Give us a call, 220-9788, 220-WSTU. 71 degrees right now under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. 
Time for a look at weather once again with WPTV's meteorologist, Jennifer Correa. It's a mild start, but it's a nice one out there. We're staying dry this morning with mainly clear skies, temperatures in the upper 60s this morning, and then heating up to those upper 80s. So a very warm afternoon, mostly sunny skies as the rain chance remains very low for today. Then it's going to be a nice evening with a few clouds out there going into the overnight hours. Temperatures dipping into the mid and upper 60s overnight. Tomorrow's get ready for an even hotter day. Wednesday afternoon's highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Mornings are better with the Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. At Ford, we're creating flying drones that can help jumpstart your car's battery. Never mind the fact that we're arming AI-powered flying machines with 3,000 volts of deadly power above your neighborhood. Coming soon, our AI-powered chainsaw drones for tree trimming. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're still working on that one. Ford. We built the first car assembly line, and we'll be the first with drone jumper cables. There you go. Oh, drone, boy. Drone jumper cables. <laughs> I saw a story, Evan, where starting next year, mm -hmm. space weddings. Oh, I saw that this morning. you got to be kidding me. 125000 a person. I mean, uh, it's a high-altitude balloon company. They're called Space Perspective. They're doing wedding packages and plan to start... Um, by the end of next year, you can launch from land or from a boat at sea. Now, the whole thing lasts six hours, but mm. most of it is just getting up there and coming back down. But for the first two hours, you slowly ascend to 100,000 feet. So the edge of space, pretty much, but you won't actually be weightless. And after that, you get two hours to hang out and get married up there. Wow. Then you slowly return to Earth and splash down in the ocean. Dude. Huh. Like you said, uh, 125000 per guest. Whose rich wow. daddy is paying for that one? Uh, eight a whole, people, a whole it's bunch like a million dollars. A whole bunch of them. I mean, there's yeah. people with money that just looking for something like that to do with it. Wow. Gives mm -hmm. a new meaning to uh, weddings. You're uh, marrying a space case. A uh, refundable deposit there. of 1000 Yeah, uh, $1,000 per guest to reserve a spot. I way. say we do it. Let's do it. Why not? Uh, speaking of doing things, we got to take a short pause. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, WPSL Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. News is coming up next, and then Chief Deputy John Budensick from the Martin County Sheriff's Office. Don't go anywhere. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. You're always too kind to me. Yeah. That didn't work. You have a drinking problem? No, no drinking problem. No kiddo Taco Bell. You can't keep doing this to yourself. I know, I know. I uh, could really use some good news. All right, well, I've got good news for you because our next guest is a very special guest. 
But before I tell you who it is, I got to let you know what time it is. It's 8.07, Mr. Clock, please. It's now 8.07 a.m. It is officially 8.07 a.m. on the Get Up and Go show this morning. Slam the door. Thank you. It's time for our weekly visit with Chief Deputy John Budenseek from the Martin County Sheriff's Office, who brings us a wealth of knowledge and a plethora of information on all things pertaining to Martin County. Good morning, John. Good morning, Evan. How are you this morning? I am fantabulous. How are you this morning? How's the family doing? We are great. Busy and good. Uh, You guys are getting ready, uh, gearing up for the end of the uh, school year, aren't you? We are across the board. Of course, personally, I am, and then our school resource officers, and I'm sure parents are gearing up for the the last week of school, and then summer is coming. So, mm-hmm. good good times headed our way. Graduations will be starting, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this when, tomorrow night is the first high school graduation, isn't it? Yes, and then they go throughout the week. Um, I'm not sure which order they are. I forgot. I I did read them, but our resource officers are we uh will be at the graduations heavily attended and then uh help facilitate some of the the activities that happen post graduation so Mm -hmm. very good this week is police memorial week let's talk a little bit about why a lot of agencies including your agency uh uh observes this yeah so we had a Great uh, touching ceremony yesterday hosted by Chief Tuminelli from the Stewart Police Department. All of our local law enforcement agencies represented here in Martin County were there. That included uh, Sewell's Point Police Department, Jupiter and Stewart. But really, it's, it's a time set aside to honor our fallen brothers and sisters who have given everything, you know, for the citizens of, of Martin County, the citizens of the state, the citizens of the United States. And so it's just like I said, it's a time of paying respect to uh, the price that they paid, the ultimate sacrifice that they paid. Yeah, I've seen uh, the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office uh, when they do theirs, and it, it is quite the experience to uh, to witness something like that. It's a very emotional uh, a time, isn't it? It is, and unfortunately, the, the numbers never, you know, they never stop building. You know, this year, I think we're at 42. We've lost or last year, I'm sorry, 42 law enforcement officers were killed in the line of duty, 19 by gunfire. So it's not, it's, uh, you know, it's something that every year there's more names on the wall, there's more people to memorialize. So it's a sobering time, yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so uh, something that happened the other day, kind of just a very disgusting thing where, all these dogs were abandoned on the side of the road, um, just off uh, seven fourteen, in the middle in the middle of the night. I mean, what kind of person does something like this? I don't get it, Evan. We discussed that. We've asked the same question that you just asked: who and why? Uh, and the answer is we don't know. But a week ago, Sunday night, so we're like one thirty in the morning a week ago. Our deputies received a call of dogs running along the road out there. They responded, could see five, six, seven dogs. They're not really sure still the exact number that are out there or were out there. So our animal control officers went to work immediately trying to round these dogs up. 
unfortunately for them, they were they're skittish. And they they tended all of them were trying to stay away and avoid our animal control officers. So they had to set traps, humane traps, and trap those animals one by one. So far, they have recovered five dogs, all, all full-grown dogs, good-looking dogs, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, one, however, was extremely dehydrated. Probably another day would have died. Uh, and then, unfortunately, there was a sixth dog who ran in the traps and was struck and killed by a car. So we are, we're, we're still out there looking. We know there's at least one more dog. We've been, we've been trying to trap that dog and feed it and keep it going. And it's just been really a disgusting uh, position our animal control officers have had to be in rounding up these dogs when, when there's so many different nonprofits and so many different organizations that would have been happy to take these dogs on in lieu of them being just arbitrarily dumped along the road. Do we know the breeds of these dogs that were dumped on the side of the road? They're, they look like mixes. Of, they all look like they have some pit in them. And then one, the one that was struck and killed looked like a bull mastiff. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, we put it out in the media and I'll put it out again with you. If you know anyone that had, a you know significant number of dogs north of uh, six dogs and now they don't please let us know we're trying to track back who the owners were we if we can prove it we'll make an arrest on that case but right now we we haven't really gotten any anywhere with identifying the owners the dogs were not chipped again they look to be in relatively good shape they were relatively healthy until they were dumped out there on the road but you know, this is a senseless crime that took place. Again, there's so many nonprofits, the Humane Society, you can drop them off anonymously and they will adopt these pets out. So this is a sick, senseless uh, turn of events for us. Something else, and I'm going to take uh, one or two things off your Facebook page that were recently posted. Um, I, I don't know the update on this, but on, on May the 8th at uh, about nine in the morning, there was a juvenile on a bike that was struck by a vehicle. Uh, Christine just put that up. So that was a hit and run mm-hmm. crash. I don't know all the details for that, but she put that up. We have a, a person specifically assigned to go back and go through those hit and run crashes and try to solve it. So, the, uh, they were not fatal injuries. However, they were injured nonetheless. And so we're trying to, we put that out there to get a pub, the public's response and mm-hmm. can help us. If you know somebody that was involved or the vehicle matches the description, please let us know. Um, yeah, it's, it says here in the post, I'm just going to read it through here on May the 8th at approximately nine in the morning, a juvenile on a bike was struck by a vehicle, the intersection of uh, Eugenia Street, Northwest Eugenia Street and Federal Highway. Uh, as a matter of reference, this is the intersection where Culver's is located. It's on the northeast corner of the vehicle that hit the child, fled the scene. It was described as a smaller white four-door vehicle with an elderly male driver. The juvenile sustained multiple injuries, was transported to the hospital. Anybody who may have witnessed this collision is asked to give Deputy Eric Day a call with any information that they may have. And I'm sure 
Hopefully there were some traffic cameras on these uh, traffic light poles that uh, they could possibly zoom in on a license tag or something, John. So, you know, you see these cameras that are on every traffic pole, but those are only for real-time viewing. They're not for going back in the rears and recovering. So a lot of people think, well, you, all you have to do is go back and pull those cameras. It doesn't really work that way. So that's why we're putting it out there to the public to help us uh, try to track down this gentleman and put some, give some closure to this case. All right. Very good. Uh, anything else uh, happening in Martin County that you want to let our, uh, our listeners know about over the last uh, week that uh, is of importance or anything, John? Of course, Devin. There's always something going on. We, uh, we've had a couple of uh, smashed out windows at the beaches. So if you're going to the beaches, don't leave anything of value in your car where people can look in and see them and try to try to steal them from you. Mm-hmm. And then they're constantly, you know, we've been on this show. We talked about it before these, these elderly People are scammed constantly. We had one lose uh, $10,000 this week because somebody reached out to this elderly individual, said that their grandchild was under arrest, needed bond money, and to send Bitcoin money to a certain location. So, I mean, this is, we can't stress this enough. If you have somebody in your family that's getting a little older or is naive, either can take control of their assets through an attorney, however you have to do that, or set them down and talk to them. If there's anything with financial repercussions, it needs to be ferreted out or vetted out through family members or somebody that has, you know, is responsible with money. So it's frustrating for us because it's Bitcoin. We're likely to never get that back. And uh, it's a huge loss for the victim. A lot of these thieves too, and and you mentioned that um, about their asking, you know, to save money. A lot of these thieves now are are turning to AI, where they're actually cloning the voice and uh, using that to try to scam uh, the elderly as well. It is, and it's believable. Of course, that's a new thing. You know, the the grandparent scam, where you try to scare them and make them believe that one of their family members are in trouble you know used to be just that but it was a regular voice talking and now you're absolutely right it is they have figured out how to clone their loved one's voice so it's believable it incites panic and it does exactly what these thieves want you to do and make you run down to the bank and withdraw money so evan we've had they've given bitcoin this last one we had a couple cases where we intercepted north of ten thousand in cash where they'd gone to the bank, wrapped it like the uh, the thief had told them to wrap it, and were mailing it out. So, wow. it, I mean, it happens regularly. Again, it's frustrating for us because we feel for the victims. They're they're at a stage in their life where, you know, they need that money for care, and you know, just it's their money. They need to uh, protect their assets. That's Chief Deputy John Budenseek with the Martin County Sheriff's Office. He joins us each and every Tuesday at this time, catching us up to date on all things pertaining to Martin County. John, always a pleasure to have you on. Regards to the sheriff and the uh, the fine deputies that serve on uh, Martin County. Pleasure was mine. Have a great week, y'all. All right, we'll talk to you real soon. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. This morning, gold's going to be opening up at $2,003.70 an ounce and silver opening up at $23.74 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by our good friends at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. 
8.20, the time right now on the Get Up and Go show. Let's join in with uh, Bonnie right now and uh, see what's happening in the news. Bonnie, take it away. Evan, a jury convicts a Vero Beach man in a 2017 drug-related robbery shooting death of a woman. Keith Egbert Taylor was found guilty of manslaughter in the killing of Sharon Sewell. WPTV's John Shaman reports. I miss her so much. I miss her. The anguished voice of Dave Kibbett, brother of Sharon Sewell. She was the most giving, loving person you'd ever meet. She would do anything for anybody. Sewell murdered the night of October 30th, allegedly at the hands of cousins Antonio McNeil and Egbert Taylor. If her car was in running condition, this never would have happened. Kibbett says his sister loved animals but lived her life in chronic physical pain. The night she died, Kibbett said she told him her car needed brakes. She never mentioned needing a ride to get a prescription. Surveillance video captured Sewell and McNeil at a Brevard County pharmacy. Taylor, McNeil, and Sewell ended up on this stretch of dirt road along 61st Street. Uh, McNeil and Taylor saying that they had some car trouble, so they got Sewell to get out of the passenger seat and come with them to, in theory, put water in the radiator. Sewell was shot and left on the road. Just for the mere greed of reselling these pills, they end the lady's life. Indian River County Sheriff Darrell Lohr says McNeil had only been out of prison six months after a four-year stint behind bars, but they knew where he was the night of the murder. One would think that a career criminal would know that he's got a GPS ankle bracelet on. Neither man has admitted pulling the trigger, but after the crimes, the sheriff says the cousins burned the victim's purse behind a home in Wabasso. Kivett, relieved to hear of the arrests, was recently diagnosed with cancer and was hoping he could lean on his sister. I was counting on her to help me out because she used to do home nursing. Sewell also leaves behind a 19-year-old son. And that was WPTV's John Shaman reporting. A man is dead following a shooting Monday in Fort Pierce. Police said the shooting took place just before noon in the 600 block of South 12th Street near Delaware Avenue. A police spokesman said they responded to the area for a disturbance. When they arrived at the scene, they found a 51-year-old man with a gunshot wound. The person was taken to a hospital where he later died. The name of the victim has not been released. No arrests have been made. Port St. Lucie is projected to have 300,000 people in the next two decades. For the city's police department, the challenge moving forward is how to keep this growing population safe. And more on that once again from WPTV's John Shaman. I'm John Shaman in Port St. Lucie, where the new police chief presented to city council his vision for the future to keep this city safe. In the next seven years, one out of every four officers in the Port St. Lucie Police Department will be eligible to retire. I don't want us to ever fall behind, because once we fall behind, it's going to be very hard to catch back up again. Figures like that have new police chief Richard Del Toro stressing to City Council Monday the importance of having enough staff. We need to sell this brand better. He presented his recruiting and retention plan, showing where the police force is now and where it could be in the future. Port St. Lucie has traditionally been one of Florida's safest cities, even if the number of police officers doesn't match up with the growing population. You know, being 1.29 officers per thousand was probably an okay rate for a bedroom retirement community. But at moving forward, we're going to have to grow as the city continues to grow. And when I say grow, I mean grow within the police department in numbers and size. That growth comes with a hefty price tag. To reach the national standard of 2.1 officers per thousand would require a $37 million investment. 
While the 18 added officers needed to patrol, the tradition area should be on board by the end of next year. Council members talked about incremental growth, something the new chief agreed with. So I think a more phased in approach is necessary because you want to have realistic goals and objectives. Another major issue has been getting new hires on board faster. Chief Del Toro believes that timetable can be cut from 23 weeks to something in the neighborhood of eight to 10 weeks. We're never going to sacrifice any type of standard or qualification just to hire somebody. A mayor, Shannon Martin, whose husband is on the force, says the city's safest label is important. Funding the PD and making sure that we continue to be the safest city in the state of Florida is a number one priority. The police chief says he'll provide quarterly updates to council on where the plans are moving forward. In Port St. Lucie, John Shane, the WPTV News Channel 5. And political analysts anticipate a presidential announcement from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis any day now. A source close to DeSantis confirmed Monday that the governor's political operation is moving to a new location in Tallahassee outside of its previous spot at the state's Republican headquarters. A moving truck was spotted there earlier in the day. It's 825 and we'll take a look at traffic and weather ahead with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. Eight twenty-seven right now, the time on the Get Up and Go show. Let's take a look at traffic right now. 95 southbound, mile marker 116. Actually, Florida Turnpike, mile marker 116 southbound around the Jupiter area. There's an accident with roadblock, so do use caution. Also, 95 southbound around 6th Avenue south. There is an accident there as well as you're heading down into the Boca Raton area around Yamada Road, I-95. Another vehicle crash. There is an accident with uh, lane blockage as well. Everything else on the Treasure Coast is looking good. All the side streets here locally, no delays at all whatsoever. Do use caution in those construction zones and those school zones. If you see something, say something, give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. 73 degrees right now under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. It's time for a look at weather once again. It's all brought to you by our good friends at Seacoast Air Conditioning, your hometown air conditioning company. Since 1982, for repairs or a whole new system, call Seacoast, 1-800-551-6606. Here's WPTV's meteorologist, Jennifer Correa. It's a mild start, but it's a nice one out there. We're staying dry this morning with mainly clear skies, temperatures in the upper 60s this morning, and then heating up to those upper 80s. So a very warm afternoon, mostly sunny skies as the rain chance remains very low for today. Then it's going to be a nice evening with a few clouds out there going into the overnight hours. Hours. Temperatures dipping into the mid and upper 60s overnight. Tomorrow's get ready for an even hotter day. Wednesday afternoon's highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here are your hosts. is the time on the Get Up and Go show. Mr. Clock, would you do the honors, please? It's now 8.30 a.m. Oh, Mr. Clock was wrong this morning. All right. I'll have to fix that. 
every now and then, Randy, uh, Mr. Clock does make a mistake, doesn't he? Yep. 8.31. Let me try now. him. Let me try him again. It's now 8.31 a.m. That's better. Okay. Um, I'm just going to let you have the floor. Or should I say the uh, s- space ground? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, quick note that uh, when you're in weightlessness yeah. and you have a small confine, let's assume you're, you're using your bathroom at home. Mm-hmm. and how small it is. Well, the funny part is, in weightlessness, all of that space above you is usable. So what you think is a small confine is pretty big. And that's what was on the space shuttle, STS-134, which made the second-to-last flight of the shuttle program. The astronauts who flew that mission originally thought that they would be flying the last mission for a space shuttle. But alas, that wasn't the case. In this mission, the Alpha Magnetic Spectrometer was launched along with the Express Logistics Carrier to the International Space Station. The reason why it was not the last mission was that NASA had prepared a backup vehicle to fly in case the astronauts were stranded or had a problem on the station. So the decision was made to fly the next mission after this one. But it was highly successful, and Mark Kelly went into space in his fourth and last space flight. The crew was an all-seasoned crew. All of the crew members, Greg Johnson, Mark Kelly, Mike Fink, Roberto Vittori from Italy, Andrew Fustel, and Gregory Germatov all had flown previously on shuttle missions. So, kind of neat. In fact, Roberto Vittori was the last non-U.S. astronaut to fly on the space station. Speaking about that space station, the astronauts continue to do a lot of work on board the station. Steve Bowen processed blood samples that will be analyzed to understand how life in space affects cellular immune functions to promote healthier astronauts. Al Nayadi, who is the Saudi uh, member from the United Arab Emirates, installed a syringe filled with a protein solution inside the microgravity science glove box for a ring-sheared drop experiment that may provide potential treatments for neurodegenerative diseases. So they're not just flying around there having fun. They're doing a lot of work that could have applications back here on Earth. Two other cosmonauts that are in orbit, Sergei Popokiev and Dmitry Petlin, uninstalled components and checked for leaks on their Orlon spacesuits. They then returned to the Poiset module to clean up the configuration they used when they went out of the space station. Andrei Fediev spent the day maintaining and cleaning ventilation systems. Get ready for the next mission to fly to the International Space Station this weekend. The second private astronaut mission 
from Axiom Space is scheduled to launch at 5.37 p.m. on Sunday. Peggy Whitson, an ex-astronaut, will pilot, will fly as commander. The pilot will be John Schaffner, who has made suborbital flights, and mission specialist Ali Alkani and Rhea Bouani. She will be the first Arab female to fly in space, the Muslim female, I should say. The quintet will do research and also communicate with students back here on Earth. The crew that will be flying on the Artemis II mission around the moon is all set to make available information on their mission. The crew is going to Washington, and they are in the middle of making the rounds of Congress. They're meeting with leaders of the Canadian Embassy, visiting the National Air and Space Museum, and attending private functions. NASA astronauts Reed Wiseman, Victor Glover, Christine Hammett-Koch, and Canadian Space Agency astronaut Jeremy Hansen are available to answer questions about their mission from Congress and others. So this mission is getting closer and closer as we return to the moon. In fact, one of the heads of NASA said that scheduling late 2024 for the Artemis II mission may be going extremely well. However, there may be some movement for Artemis III in late 2025 because of the lander and spacesuit development. Well, SpaceX has done it again. SpaceX has hired a major player from NASA. Kathy Lauders, the top human spaceflight official for NASA, has joined SpaceX after she retired from the space agency. Lauders will work out of the company's Starbase facility in Texas. She'll report directly to SpaceX president and COO, Wren Shotwell, as general manager. She represents a key hire for SpaceX as it aims to make its massive Starship rocket safe for people to fly in the coming years. She becomes one of the highest officials to go and join SpaceX. Another high official that preceded Lauders with NASA, notably William Gerstenmeier, joined SpaceX in 2020 after spending more than a decade on the human spaceflight program for NASA. Gerstenmeier is SpaceX's vice president of build and flight reliability. As we said, the Saudis are quite anxious to have their astronaut fly in space because when they get to the International Space Station, they will be conducting three educational awareness experiments with 12,000 Saudi students 
via a live feed. Well, the rock has gone back into space. No, we're not talking about Rocky Johnson. We're talking about the aircraft known as the rock. It's Stratoforce's spacecraft that was founded by Paul Allen from Microsoft before he passed away that will be launching some vehicles. We'll tell you more about that tomorrow, as well as juice. So if you want to know what that is, listen to us. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everyone. That's Captain Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He'll be back with us tomorrow morning, same time, same place, with another award-winning space report for you. Time to tell you about Ellie's Dockside Deli, their newest location. It's at 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard. They're now serving breakfast and lunch, and they're open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. They have the same lunch menu as Ellie's Downtown Deli, but they're serving breakfast Wednesday through Sunday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're located in the Sailfish Marina right next to Sanspirit Park in the McCall 772 291-2706. Come by boat, come by car. Either way, you cannot beat the view. It's Ellie's Dockside Deli, 3565 Southeast St. Lucie Boulevard in the Sailfish Marina. And tell Chef Mark that we sent you. 841 is the time. Let's go to the news desk. Bonnie is standing by with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning to you, Evan. A bill banning Florida's public colleges and universities from funding diversity, equity, and inclusion programs will soon become law. Governor Ron DeSantis signing the measure. If you look at the way this has actually been implemented across the country, DEI is better viewed as standing for discrimination, exclusion, and indoctrination. And that has no place in our public institutions. DeSantis claimed DEI efforts are an attempt to impose an ideological agenda on students and faculty. Deputies are searching for the driver involved in a hit-and-run that injured a child on a bicycle one week ago in Jensen Beach, according to Martin County Sheriff's Office. Around 9 a.m. on May 8th, the child was struck by a vehicle in the intersection of Northwest Eugenia Street and Northwest Federal Highway. The vehicle is described as a smaller white four-door car driven by an elderly man, the Martin County Sheriff's Office posted on Facebook. The child sustained multiple injuries and was taken to the hospital. A jury convicted a Vero Beach man in a 2017 drug-related robbery shooting death of a woman. Keith Egbert Taylor was found guilty of manslaughter in the killing of Sharon Sewell. One of the busiest travel holidays is coming up and Florida's will be on the move. Um, AAA says that over the long Memorial Day weekend, 2.4 million of us will drive or fly somewhere more than 50 miles from home. Spokesman Mark Jenkins says you can avoid travel frustrations. Busy roads, busy airports. Definitely want to plan ahead, leave early if you can. AAA says the roads will be busiest on Friday, May 26. And Florida's Department of Education is allegedly investigating a fifth grade teacher who showed a Disney movie in class that had a gay character. The Hernando County School District is telling parents that the movie Strange World will not be shown again. 
8.43 right now. We'll have traffic for you. We'll have weather with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. is the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show. No incidents, no accidents to report on the Treasure Coast right now. You've got a nice smooth ride on the Florida Turnpike and I-95. Remember, if you see something, say something, always give us a call. 220-9788-220-WSTU. 76 degrees right now under mostly sunny skies here on the Treasure Coast. Time for a final look at uh, weather right now with WPTV meteorologist Jennifer Correa. It's a mild start, but it's a nice one out there. We're staying dry this morning with mainly clear skies, temperatures in the upper 60s this morning, and then heating up to those upper 80s. So a very warm afternoon, mostly sunny skies as the rain chance remains very low for today. Then it's going to be a nice evening with a few clouds out there going into the overnight hours. Temperatures dipping into the mid and upper 60s overnight. Tomorrow's get ready for an even hotter day. Wednesday afternoon's highs in the low 90s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Jennifer Correa on WSTU AM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. The Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give them a call at any time. Now, let's get back to the program. Not doing much or nothing. Back again from the bathroom stall. So I can get busy loafing through my stupid job. I know my boss is watching. But I'll just keep right on losing his important papers. Accidentally deleting the files. Messing up projects on purpose, quietly quitting my bad job, doing just enough work to hang on, quietly quitting my sucky job. All right, Bonnie, so I, I know you know the actual original song, right? It took me a while. Yeah, you know, well, it was only 45 seconds well, there. Roberta Flack. Yeah, yeah. But it, it took me a while to realize the real song mm-hmm. and killing me softly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, so what's on uh, tap for you later today? Are you doing anything? You got the day off or what? Oh, I'm fixing my pool. I oh. have a um, I have a faulty hose on the Intex, mm. our above-ground pool, and there's a leak uh, at the top part of one of the hoses. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I found one in the garage, a couple that um, could could replace it. And, uh, oh, which reminds me, I might pick up some duct tape, too, on the way home. Some <laughs> waterproof point. duct tape in uh, case the hose doesn't Why do work. they call it duct tape and, and not like mouse tape? You ever <laughs> well, think about well, that? Well, they, they do have tape. frog tape. I've seen that. Yeah. Hmm. The, frog the, tape. You've got something on your computer called Google. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, oh, they have Gorilla Tape, too. That's oh, right. Gorilla Tape. I've, I've seen the it. frog, but they, now, I use Gorilla Tape all the time. We do, It's too. way better than a duct tape. How yeah. about Gorilla Glue? Yes. Oh, yeah. I've not glue. used the glue, but I used the tape, the black. Have you ever experienced when you've used super glue that you accidentally <laughs> glue your two fingers together? I've done that before. Have you? Yeah. How oh, did you get yeah. them apart? What'd you do? Just... Cut her fingers off. <laughs> that's, see, that's why one of her fingers is shorter than the other one. See that? <laughs> is it really? Let me see. Oh, no, I'm just it. kidding. <laughs> did you ever touch an electric fence in the rain? No, can't say I have. Have you ever licked a uh, a lamp post in the in the winter time? Yes, 
Oh, yeah. When I was not. a kid in New York. How'd you get your tongue off of it? It wasn't easy. Let me tell you. You're just like in that movie. It wasn't easy. <laughs> Have you ever stuck your tongue on the um uh, bar in the freezer drawer? <laughs> no. Wait a minute. No. That either. I've never done that. Did you used to go around when you were a kid? Um, you like rub your feet on the carpet and then you go around and touch people yeah. Oh, yeah, and shock the thing. bejesus out of them. Yeah. And they jump like that. Right, I've got your answer for the duct tape thing. Please do. It takes its name from the original name of duct tape. The name came from two factors. First, the tape was originally made from an army green cotton duck fabric. And second, the water resistant properties of the tape were said to repel water like the back of a duck. Oh. So there you go. Wow. You remind me of King Sam. <laughs> well, in this in this instance, he okay. asks questions that he can find the answer to, but he just doesn't do it. I'm just too lazy. That's why, you know, <laughs> I ask you. Because I know you're the Google king. Dude, I'll stop a And movie. you're the Google queen. I'll stop. Well, I, while I'm watching a movie, I'll stop it. When I hear something in there, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I'll pause it and yeah. go online. And, and, and you'll do it, oh, yeah. It, you're yeah. the I know, you're the king because of that. I, when I just I just want to know. You, you mm -hmm. don't know how many times I look up movie cast. Like we're watching a movie and you're like I'm recognizing somebody that, but you're not sure that's the actor or actress. So I'll right. have to um, say, for instance, Goodfellas cast, just to find out if that person is who. You're they a funny really guy. Are. Yeah, you're a funny guy. Mm -hmm. What do you mean I'm funny? You, I'm funny. I'm funny. How? Well, you know. You know what I mean. You're a funny guy, man. He's so, oh, I that, love it when he jumps across that table on Joe that was, Pesci, man. He's something else. That was so annoying. And with um, oh, the main character, whoever who played uh Harry Hill, uh can't remember the late, but can't remember who played him right now. But when they were in that bar and Pesci there getting so annoying, <laughs> and then that that fake laugh that he gives, that laugh. Oh, just, you're talking about Ray uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, yeah, yeah. Playing Harry Hill, but that laugh, that fake laugh just annoyed me. Mm. He's got that straw in his mouth, and he's pretending that what a Pesci good movie, is though. so funny. I mean, I, you, I can watch that movie anytime it's on. I mm. know. That's just like watching Scarface for the 500th time. Oh, geez. I uh, was watching um, uh, uh, Kelly Ripa and her, the new show, it's Kelly and um, Mark. Live with Kelly and Mark. That's now. her husband, right? Yeah, Mark Consuelo. Mark, yeah. Okay. So they had on the other day Michael J. Fox as a guest. Oh, they did. Very, no very heartbreaking. Yeah. To see him in that state. Well, yeah. Wow. But he, and he's been addressing that forever. Yeah. I mean, he does not. Uh, I mean, there's supposed to be something. They're working on some kind of a cure for that. Mm, for and, Parkinson's. Uh, and yeah. he's got a new he's got a new documentary coming out, too, yeah. on that. I want to see that yeah. documentary, too. They showed uh, little clips about it. But just yeah. to see him do that interview with, with Kelly and Mark and just to see how he's just he's all over the place mm -hmm. and a lot of times it was very hard to understand him and and, and when it's the movement it. thing too he can't yeah. control his movements and then yeah. that's yeah i mean he's just all all over the place he's looking here he's looking there is hand movements and this and that and then when they when they got up to to give him a hug at the very end yeah i was like cringing because you know, you don't know if he's going to fall down. You don't know what's what, because in some of the clips of the documentary that they're doing on him, there's a clip of him walking down New York City 
and it shows him falling mm. in that in that clip mm -hmm. and then when they went to hug him at the end i'm like oh no please no just don't just don't let this happen so they mm -hmm. the way they did that they reached around and they literally held him up while they hugged him on on tv so yeah he's been like um, we got? battling parkinson's for years and years I'm, I'm wanting to see if you could take a guess to see who you think that is. I I think Marilyn Monroe comes. To Martha mind. Stewart. Is it really? We're looking at young pictures of Martha Stewart because Whoa. she's on. The, of course, she's gracing the cover of Sports Illustrated, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what did she look like when she was young, dude? I mean, she was a model. So wow. I mean, need I say more? Is that her? That's Martha Stewart when she she's was like drop dead gorgeous. Doesn't well, even look well, like her. Look at her now. She's still pretty. She's in her 80s. So you can imagine if she's looking that good now in her 80s, what she looked like when she was in her 20s. Wow. I mean, Evan, what did you look like when you were in your 20s? Um, Handsome. Um, hold on a minute here. <laughs> oh, he's gonna, oh, he's going to show us. I That's just want right. you to tell us. He's going to actually show no, us. No, yeah. there's my senior picture in high school. Oh, good. You look better now. <laughs> That's look my, at that body. That's my senior what picture. What the heck? <laughs> good Lord. They put that in a yearbook? That's <laughs> They did. Evan, what notice the, the full head of notice the full head of <laughs> That's hair. That's not what I'm noticing. I'm noticing that look on that that mug of yours. I was a geek. I like the jacket. It's almost like that Edwardian it, collar. Look at that. It was a leisure jacket. Yeah, that looks good. I was a geek. In but high that school. face, Bonnie. His look at that face. Are, his eyes are bugging out like he stuck his finger in a light yeah. socket. I yeah. know. <laughs> and you let them put that in the yearbook. Was yes. that your, <laughs> Was that your class picture? Was that your? That senior? was my senior yeah. class picture. Now, hence a few years later, okay, then this happened. Well, that's that, me no, and my that, mother. That, that, that's the Evan Nine that I know. That's yeah, that's look me at him. And my mother. Yeah, that's a cool looking Evan that's Nine. That's a yeah. nice uh, photo. Uh -huh. Yeah, but the yeah. mustache just. Uh, yeah, just, the mustache looks good on you. And I'm like, you got mustache. that Fu Manchu going now. Yeah, I got the all the way down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that high school so. picture, Evan, I'm sorry. <laughs> you make fun of me in my my helicopter landing flat top days, but that, well, look, Marty, look at that. <laughs> Please put that on Facebook. No. <laughs> put that on Facebook and, and, and ask I people have for done comments. That. I, I have done that before. <laughs> what a look, man. That's almost like the Eddie. You almost look like Eddie Haskell from uh, Leave the Beaver or something on that. You Get should, the heck you out You got to put it on Facebook and uh, uh, put it out there saying, does who anybody is this? know who, who, yeah, this, who is? this person is? Because I don't think they were gonna, they're going to say Oh, wait, here's not. another one. Here, Here's another one. Ready? Here, here's another one. This is this is me and my dad with. This is when the hair was down to the shoulders. Oh no, that's a cool one there. That's when the hair yeah, was that, down that, to the that's, shoulders. That's a handsome, handsome guy right there. Yeah. He reminds me of the um porn star. In <laughs> Why that did I oh, know he you does were look. He say does that. look like that. Don't what? even say Ron Jeremy because I know you're going there. It is Ron there. Jeremy. That's who it is. Not you're talking about. You're talking Holmes. That's the. Uh, he don't look like him. No, no I don't look like Ron John Holmes. Jeremy a little it's bit. It's Ron. Ron Jeremy is the one that he looks like on that. Some so that, I've had that, a few people was say that, that you in those pictures in those no, movies. No, it wasn't. That was in a prior life. Oh, I was, I was gonna say that's why you were so popular with the women. No, 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 no. Good no, lord. No, <laughs> no, 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 Rod no, Jeremy, no. he wasn't no joke. Oh, look at Evan looking like a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you. But but that high school picture, they would have never thought you would. Oh, they would have never thought you to turn out to be a porn star. No, they, nobody knew. We we know I was that. a nerd. We in high know school. that was really you, Rod Jeremy. Was I'll just your the, your uh, your porn name. First to admit I was a nerd in high school. Hmm. It was bad. 
it was real bad. But then when you got into the porn game, it changed everything. Yeah, it did. It really did. I mean, I was like, you know, I was meeting everybody left and right. Oh, and yeah. I had, I had people waiting at my front door. You believe it. I mean, I, I had to put up this this ticket machine like they have at Publix at the deli line. You had to take a number, mm. you know, oh, to get great. to me. There you go. It was, uh, it was that bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you got to put that picture on Facebook. Not, have- not, not, not the Ron, Ron Jeremy look. Not that one. The high school thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just do a side by side comparison. You ought to put a picture of you up there, that picture, and Rod, right, Ron, right next to it. <laughs> you are identical to that dude in that look, in that picture for sure. Wait a minute, hold on. Let me quickly Google a picture of Ron Jeremy. You look just like him in yeah, that in yeah, that one particular he, picture. He does. He really does. He's got the long hair just coming a down there. Image of. Of Ron. There you go. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. That, that That's Evan achieve. Nine when he had long hair. Oh, wait. There you go. There's another one. <laughs> wow, Evan. Uh, we're having too much fun. <laughs> hey, listen, on that note, we have to say if you have good values on the inside, bow, chicka, which bow, bow. are all gone. You won't look for validation on the outside, folks. That's a wrap for us. We'll be back. I don't know if they're going to be here tomorrow. We don't know. We, we might don't. be at our very own studio tomorrow. Anything's Who possible. We'll say ciao, Maine. Honduras. And Arriva Dirty, folks. Make it a great day, and we'll see you back here in about 21 hours. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County, Heritage Station, WPSL, Port St. Lucie, the talk of the Treasure Coast. If you're listening to us on WPSL, stick around. Swap Shop with Cliff, a.k.a. Jack is coming up next. And that's the fact. That's right. We'll be back.